0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we always got to start everything off with something mm-hmm. fucking weird, don't we?
2: Yes. Hey Joe, are you really good at any impressions? Um. Sometimes when I get a bubble in my throat, mm-hmm. like, you know, you get on your and it makes a bubble. I yeah. sound just like Tom Hanks. Really? Yeah. Huh. Every single time it happens, I'm like, Hannah, I'm Tom Hanks. <laughs> 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 what <Where> else, son? <laughs> um, I do a killer
1: Obama. You want to hear it? No. Mm. What's up I'm Barack Obama? Oh, fucking
2: nice. I
1: fucking Barack was here. <laughs> I hate when I, I hate when people fucking. Uh, <laughs> I hate when fucking people do that to me. I forgot. I forgot. There's a. Uh, I had a coworker that used to do that shit all the time. Yeah. He'd be like, "Dude, I make a badass Gilbert Godfrey." I was like, "What for real?" I was like, "Yeah, you want to hear it?" It's like, "Hey, what's up, guys? It's Gilbert Godfrey here." I was like, ah, "You fucking asshole." <laughs> Anyways, welcome to another episode of The Night Funk. Welcome. I'm back here with my co-host, Jose. Yo. This is Pedro, as always. Mm-hmm. And today, we're talking childhood Halloween stories. It's the spooky season. Spooky. We should have had some music. <laughs> yeah, we really should have. But I have, I, I've been trying to avoid the,
2: the soundboard. We can use the soundboard on these days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, on- you can only do, like, Kanye's, like, like so many times. Yeah. So change it.
2: Ah. <sighs> It's hard. I get a, a potato flew around the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it's um it's a pain in the ass to find sound bites sometimes because a lot of times they're always on these websites that mm-hmm. are fucking like I know my computer's gonna get malware <laughs> if I if I try to like download anything on there. It's just like a little buyer's like
2: press it. Fucking press it.
1: Yeah, and then sometimes the, the fucking audio quality is mm-hmm. just pure like like um, some of them will be nice enough to warn you. They'll give you yeah. the quotations like like ear blast or mm-hmm. like ear rape or like what whatever the fuck you want to call it or like um or heavy based whatever. But some of them don't, mm-hmm. and you'll download them. Some of them don't give you the preview option, which is kind of maddening. Uh, so you'll download something thinking it's something else, and then all you get is fucking. Thomas the Tank Engine theme blasted. <laughs> <I've>... <laughs>
0: it's
2: just I just hate having to deal with it. My it's... favorite soundbite that has come out throughout the years. For some reason, it, it came and went really fast, but I still enjoy it. You hear it a lot uh, with YouTubers that are doing like uh, uh, like Call of Duty or shooting games like that, like team-based games. And whenever you get into the lobby after the match, and it gives you all your scores, and everyone can shit talk each other, mm-hmm. they just start like you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a spinning side. <laughs> Trash
1: uh, I'm very fond of the sleep apnea one The one of the guys that's snoring Is like <gasps> Like, <gasps> <and he's> like <laughs> <laughs> That one's fucking messed up yeah. But anyways um, So we're on the subject of Halloween And we want to bring up Like childhood Halloween stories Mm-hmm so, we both have two different perspectives on the holiday. One, yes. I'm sure we both enjoy the holiday, but mm. we had a different upbringing because of our parents. Yeah, My mother was, you know, for the first few years of my childhood, pretty relaxed, didn't really care. And then she kind of dipped into a very um, strict, like, evangelical Christian like lifestyle, which ultimately ended up affecting me because that mm. means I had to follow suit as well. Like, I had to go... I think on average we used to go to like church at minimum twice a week, and then at sometimes depending, it would be like three or four times a week. Yeah, Um, because the congregation that she was a part to, it was like an old school, like Hispanic, very strict, like code of conduct kind of thing. It
2: was a Pentecostal place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like women,
1: weird. women were not allowed to wear jeans. Mm-hmm. They had to put a veil over their hair. Um, uh, they are, uh, there are a few things that are different. I know some Pentecostal churches don't allow women to be like pastors, but this one specifically did. There were a few female pastors. It was rare, but yeah. there were a few, um, And of course, they did a lot of, um, you know, they didn't necessarily sing hymns, but they, they, you know, they had like a little band and they played like a bunch of different like Christian music and stuff. Yeah. And, they, and it was always just prayer session after prayer session after prayer session. And then people holy ghosting and.
2: Yeah, they're fucking and, spitting bars yeah, at
1: each other. Sometimes they would uh, yeah, perform. To... <laughs> sometimes they would perform exorcists, you know? Really? I never saw one. Uh, I saw a few of them, even though I wasn't supposed to, because mm. the thing is, they don't want children in there, because the whole thing is like, oh, when they. Release the demon. It could be retrapped. They used to tell me some crazy shit.
2: Enter my soul, Satan.
1: (laughs) They told me that I could never watch The Exorcist because I could get possessed watching it. I'm like, what? What? How? Yeah, yeah. Pazuzu.
2: Enter me. (laughs) Hello, Father Marion.
1: There is no Pedro. Only Zool.
2: (laughs) That's Ghostbusters. I know. God. Exorcist. Yeah. It's, It's Pazuzu. Pazuzu? Yeah. That's the demon...
1: That's also the name of that. Um, oh, so that's where he got that name from. Like, that it doesn't make sense. What? Uh, there was a um, there was a guy in not Salem, Massachusetts, but I think it was Salem, South Carolina or yeah, North Carolina. It was like
2: that weird guy that like fucking buried people in the backyard and told people about it. Yeah, so. but
1: apparently his house was filthy because he was mm-hmm. a guy that was really into the f- like, the like, like filth mm-hmm. and like. He like had all these crazy fucking tattoos on him, like Mm -hmm. like Satan and like Satan shit, which I mean like
2: I mean He was more in it for the like shock value.
1: Yeah. Anybody who who actually looks into Satanism, you've realize it's not what you think it is. They don't they don't worship the devil. No. Uh, Not not at at all. People who do worship the devil are just morons. Yeah. Like, they don't realize that's not how the Church of Satan or uh, yeah. Satanists works. Also, the devil isn't real. So, yeah, I mean,
2: yeah,
1: it's one of those things where it's like you can believe you, it all you want. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. I'm say, no, I'm not saying <laughs> no, I'm not, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not contradicting that or anything. Yeah. What I'm saying is it really depends on like your belief system because obviously people. Like if you do believe in God, then technically you also believe that Satan is real. Yeah. So it's kinda like it's a give or take thing. Yeah. Although I did I did enjoy that one theory where people are talking about like actually the serpent wasn't the devil. The serpent is the true God. Because in all forms of like of ancient like religion mm-hmm. like um like text and stories the serpents always viewed as something to be worshiped to that's why the uh egyptian pharaohs had serpents on their on their horns that's why the aztecs worshiped the uh, uh serpents. Yeah, it's that's why it's, Yeah, serpents are always you know like the double cold serpents which are yeah, the yeah. symbols that the 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 hospitals use and like the like healer yeah yeah the the story is that what some people believe is that the serpent What's was the, the serpent was the true God, but the um uh, one of the angels usurped and basically seeked out to rule all the power for himself and basically try to make it. Because why is it that a God would want you to not be free thinking and not be like open to your own interpretations and want you to be trapped within like what he wants you
2: to believe? Because in? God is a hungry hungry, power hungry person. Unless
1: he's not the true God. Yeah. But that's that's the whole theory on that. But yeah. that that's for a different episode. Anyways. But again, believe what you want. Yeah, I don't care what people believe in. Yeah. Um, I don't have any personal connection to any religion. So I really don't care if other people do. Yeah. As long as you don't. I remember I had a discussion about this the other day at work. I was talking to this um, older Hispanic guy, right? And uh, he had asked me, do you go to church at all? And i was like no not really i mean i have nothing against the church they can mm-hmm. do what they want um like obviously if people want to believe they can believe but you know as long as you don't try to sway me into a certain mindset then yeah. i'm not gonna judge you for what you believe in right and he was like no, nope, no, nope, i completely understand that he's like the reason i'm at the church i am i forgot what church he said he was i think it's just like a normal like Christian church I didn't really say like what denomination but he specifically had said that like he stopped going to these hardcore evangelical churches because they are very very big on like we got to get out there we got to tell these people like if they don't repent they're going to go to hell and they're like like they're the ones that you see that are like you know outside Like, health Mm. clinics, like, petitioning, like, abortion, and they're doing, like, all the pro-life shit. And, again, I'm not trying to mix in politics and stuff. Believe what you want to, but you, like, again, like, if you don't like abortion, don't Don't, get one. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Like, if you think it's bad, then don't do it. It doesn't mean you have to, like, you know, you don't have to... you don't have to like step in for every fucking thing that ha- doesn't involve you because yeah. it doesn't involve you. It's none of your business. What other people choose to do. Mm-hmm. I know right now, fucking, what is it? Um, is it Iran? Or the, oh yeah. That's just going
2: down over there. Yeah.
1: Iran is going wild. They ended up um, murdering this girl for who refused to wear like, um, like a, like was a,
2: a, a hijab hijab hijab. I don't know. It was a, I think it was just a head wrap, but, um, it wasn't that she was refusing to wear it. It's because she was wearing it not in the proper way. She was showing some of her hair. So they fucking beat her to death.
1: And they apparently said that she died of a heart attack. They were trying to cover it up. Yeah,
2: there's a picture of her. Her face is beating the shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm glad that shit's going down over there. And
1: fucking Iran on some goddamn anarchy shit. They're out there burning their hijabs. Mm-hmm. They're protesting the streets. That's that's my shit right there. Yeah. I love a good fucking resistance story. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, um, it sucks to hear that countries still go through this shit. I mean, it's all over. Anyways, Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, there's some scary shit. It's a, I mean, it is scary yeah. shit. But, anyways, back on the subject Ooh. of Halloween. Um, I have a few Halloween stories and a few Halloween memories, you know, from the early yeah. years. Um, but. What's your earliest Halloween? Earliest Halloween. That you remember?
2: Halloween story.
1: Probably when I was like five or six. What were you? I was the Black Power Ranger. Nice. Um, And I remember my mom had a photo of it. And at the time, you know, my brother's itty bitty, Mm -hmm. super tiny, you know, and my mom dressed him up as a sheep. Oh, (laughs) he was so adorable. (laughs) And, you know, and, you know, my brother was really small Mm because he was he was born preemie. Right. Right. And so, like through the first years of his life, he was always tiny, tiny. So mm-hmm. you know, seeing him in a little sheep costume, it's just adorable. Yeah. And you just see me with my little, like, probably like dollar store, like, Adels, yeah. um, fucking like Power Ranger suit. But I was stoked because you know, yeah. power like Power Rangers was life
2: to me. Yeah. But it, it was like it was a dollar store Power Ranger costume, but they were quality back then. Like they actually were good, cheap costumes. Not like today you have to spend like thirty fucking dollars for a a super shitty costume. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then I know I have another photo of the following year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, the photo only had me in it, but mm-hmm. I was dressed as the Riddler because I think that was the year the Batman Forever movie came out. <laughs> Uh, but oh, me this. yeah, but the <laughs> but the Riddler costume I had was like the comic book interpretation because I had to wear uh, it, it, you know, it comes with like one of the plastic masks yeah, yeah. and the plastic mask was that of a white man with a huge grin with like the, with the, um, the green, yeah, the yeah. green, like, like, I guess bowler hat mm-hmm. and like the, um, yeah, I get, like green, uh, no, 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 this off. one specifically had it um, had it purple. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it also had, like, the purple question marks all over the suit, right? Oh, so you were uh, animated series back Yeah, I was animated right? series. back. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: My earliest one was, <laughs> um, I don't remember how old I was. I was I think I was, like, in preschool or kindergarten. Um, I had a really shitty ninja costume. Mm. And uh, the mask was a, for some reason, the mask was a plastic mask. So it was, like, on my mouth and over my head. Like, yeah. My eyes were open. And that was the sharpest fucking mask I've ever worn. Like, it cut up my my cheeks and my forehead.
1: Actually, I think I have an old photo of me also in a ninja costume. I just don't remember how old I was in it. But I think that might have been, like... It might have been between those years mm-hmm. when I was, at, like... Because I remember one of them is... It's funny because it's such a, like, blast uh, to the past. Because mm-hmm. the photo was... Um, My brother in the sheep costume Mm -hmm. and me uh, dressed up as a black Power Ranger, Mm -hmm. right? And my dad was holding my brother. And in the background, it like the photo was a was a Polaroid photos and it was taken in a grocery store. And my dad's my dad's standing next to a bunch like a like you know like where they used to like Mm -hmm. how they uh, stack the twelve packs, Mm -hmm. and they have all the old like soda logos on it, right? Nice. And I, I I think it must have been um, It was in Eckerd's Was it?
2: Yep uh, My mom has a picture of her uh, with Maria mm. And uh, <laughs> Maria's a little clown <laughs> Like she has the little clown costume And then she has a little red nose and Oh is it? And is it
1: from like the, the Comfy Couch uh, show that she like, they Used to always no, put on for her? No she was just a little clown oh, okay. yeah. what's, but, yeah. that, what's that called? Melissa's
2: Comfy Couch? Or... Yeah something's Big Comfy Couch Big Comfy Couch? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Ops, topic. I saw a cosplay of that just come up on my Instagram feed for some reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you
1: not seen the? I whole... want that cussie, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That's a fucking thing on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Instagram because you know how you can go into like your related tab and yeah, just yeah. see like posts that you probably will like, depending on like how you like things, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how clowns I got onto clown stuff. I think I saw like uh, somebody had posted up like a cool cosplay of like Pennywise and I was Mm -hmm. looking at it and then it it took me down a rabbit hole of just like creepy clown costumes, right? And I was just like, oh, some of these are actually really well done. And then you get into sexy clown core girl, like Mm -hmm. e girls, and I'm like, this is a thing. Yeah. This is a fucking thing. In your head, you're like, I can
0: fuck with this. <laughs> and then I jump
1: on I jump on Facebook sometimes just to like scroll mm-hmm. through to see because I follow like a few meme pages that post some pretty funny yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. right? And um I got recommended a clown girl curl fan page where all they do is just post photos of hot girls dressed as clowns. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is a fucking thing. This is a legitimate thing. Your and, mother
2: honk honk.
1: And then, and then uh scrolling through fucking tiktok the same thing i guess my phone just like was like this guy's been looking at clowns he wants a closey so he, bad. yeah send him all the closey uh, content but i was scrolling through um tiktok and i found this fucking girl who dresses up a clown who also power lifts like
2: it's just a clown
1: yeah she's cl- she's a she she's a sexy clown cosplayer that mm-hmm. also like hit like does powerlifting. so she's fucking <laughs> yoked and i'm just like kind of like um I know everybody, like, anybody on TikTok knows who, like, Lean Beef Patty is. The chick who, like, does all the JoJo oh, cosplays. Yeah. yeah, she's really, like... She's um, fucking ripped, too. She's fucking yeah. jacked. And, like, she makes it look good. Like, like you'd think, like, ah, I could never be with a buff girl. Just think again. Like, this girl is fucking... <laughs> like, this girl is beautiful.
2: Like, jacked
1: as hell. Like, she could fucking pick my ass up. <laughs> I know Hannah
2: and I follow, uh, uh what's her name, Natasha Augie, or Augie, mm. whatever her last name is. She's a fucking nerd. Like, all she does is, all she does is fucking lift weights, plays Pokemon, and watches anime. That's all she does. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's the life right <laughs> it's there. It's like, nerds are just getting bored and just being like, I'm going to lift some weights. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like a lot of people did that during the pandemic. Just mm-hmm. to like, like, I mean, for me, I had the opposite effect. I got fat during the pandemic because <laughs> I was just like, ah, "Well, this just gives me more reason to stay at home." And then all I did was eat fucking garbage food yeah. and then
2: play video games. I feel a lot of people got really into anime over the pandemic. Um, I definitely got a chance to watch more anime, but people uh, who didn't and they just needed something to watch. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. I, I I would agree with that because. But then again, anime's been on a boom lately. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really good animes uh, going on. And I know I discussed this on a previous wow. episode, but um, uh, manga's been blowing up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, um, yeah, American comics just can't keep up with, like, what people actually want. Yeah. They're, a lot of these companies are becoming heavily politicized, which is ruining the narratives for these fucking stories. Because not everything has to be a statement. Like you can just make a good story. Because you know it's been a while. Like the like. When's the last time you've heard of a really good like Batman comic come out since like the Killing Joke? Mm -hmm. Like not a lot of stuff has come out since then.
2: Well, that DC Metal's pretty good. Which one? DC Metal. Mm, I'm not sure what that is. Um, it's an um, it it expand it created the whole um, it was like the. Negative multiverse, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, that's where you get the uh, the Batman who laughs. That's where that came from. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's Batman that got infected by Joker toxin, mm-hmm. and he wasn't able to stop it in time, so he becomes the new Joker, pretty much. But he's Batman. And Batman is, you know, master technician, technici- tactician. He knows how to defeat every superhero. He knows how to defeat really anything. He can think his way through anything.
1: Actually, I think that back. I remember there was a really cool yeah. um, Batman comic where instead uh instead of um of uh daddy wayne getting killed it's bruce that gets killed and then his dad becomes batman yeah that's flashpoint uh, yeah and yeah. then the mom becomes the joker which is a really interesting concept i was yeah. like that's pretty cool um yeah i heard flashpoint's really good yeah it's, and, it's solid yeah uh it's just like i don't know um Russia recent cartoons Graphic novels um, have just been difficult to grasp people's attention lately. Mm-hmm. And I love graphic novels. I love American comics in general. I mean, I've always been like a day one Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. So, of course, when the Marvel Cinematic Universe started, I mean, I've been I've been down. Oh, my God, dude. Did all you the, see the Deadpool thing now? Yes. But, dude, all the fucking thirst traps that have been happening on Instagram <laughs> because of the new Nom War. Mm-hmm. Dude sexiest man alive <laughs> jesus fucking christ and then they start showing off like all these photos i have one of them saving my fucking phone that's how much of a fucking um like dick writer i'm becoming for this goddamn new movie dude <laughs> dude look at this man's headdress yeah the headdress is fucking und- that thing looks fucking yeah. wild and what's interesting is that he technically isn't gonna be a hero because Namor never was a hero. He was just he, the protector
2: of the seas. He sometimes was a hero. Yeah, he sometimes, like I think he was in the, I think it was in the original Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes and goes every now and then. But he's kind of like um, like, he, I mean, he's pretty much Aquaman. Yeah, um, but but he, the thing the- he's, he just protects his place, mm-hmm. tries to stay out of everything, but. Every now and then, he is on the good side of the bad side.
1: But the MCU did uh, go out and confirm that Namor is the first confirmed mutant mm-hmm. um, character in the um, new cinematic universe, which is badass. Mm-hmm. Which means, like, okay, they're probably going to be doing some, like, X-Men shit. And now with the whole Deadpool stuff being announced, you're like, yeah. okay, this is interesting. Where are you going, Marvel? Yeah. The only well, wa- the only They w-
2: announced, uh, what's-her-face, was a, uh, a mutant, too. Um, uh, what's it called? Miss Marvel.
1: There's only one movie that I am beyond hype for, and I can't wait for it to drop in theaters. But it's not going to be until next year. But goddamn it, when I heard they're bringing back Blade with, oh, yeah. with that with that actor mm-hmm. that was in Moonlight, oh my god, he is fucking perfect. Yeah, because like for the longest time, people were like, you can't replace like Wesley Snipes. Yes, there is you there isn't there isn't a black guy cool enough to play Blades. Uh, to play Blade. Like what are you going to do? You can't just put Sam Jackson and be like motherfucking vampire like like you can't. Like like He's already like, Nick Fury. That is yeah. true. Um
2: but yeah, he's going to be an awesome Blade, I think.
1: Also Nick Fury makes that um god awful um what's it called Captain America uh not Captain America. Um Captain Marvel movie. The Captain Marvel movie was not that great. Yeah, it wasn't the best But one. the Nick Fury parts were hysterical, mm-hmm.
2: and they were actually really good. I think it's funny how they made it so his eye goes bad. It's because it got scratched in the face by the cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> I think in the comics, it's like, oh, my eye was fucking, like, gouged out of my head in war. It was like, oh, cool. No, a fucking cat got you. A space cat. But
1: yeah, dude... And you know what's also fucking cool? Because uh, I, I know this was a big thing whenever the first Black Panther movie came out. But you start seeing all these kids finally getting excited they can mm-hmm. have Halloween costumes as, um, as yeah. like a black character, you know? Because for the longest time, what did we have? We, like, for, for black people, all you had, <laughs> you had, you had Blade and Static Shock and, uh, they need to bring Static Shock back. They do. Mm-hmm. They really do. And I heard that they thought about bringing it back, but the problem is, is as long as you have the same people running DC, it's going to be a lackluster movie. Yeah. Well, they're making a, a Blue Beetle
2: movie, mm-hmm. and that's a Hispanic character as well. By um, the way,
1: what the fuck happened with that goddamn god awful piece of shit fucking Morbius movie? Whoa. I didn't even watch it Dude Like I just saw the fucking Like preview Because they added it on Netflix
2: Mm -hmm. I saw the preview for it And I was like This looks awful I know all the memes Because I think he does say It's Morbius time It's Morbin time.
1: <laughs> no, but, but yeah.
2: did you see that people
1: were memeing that they were memeing? Um, it's Morbin time mm-hmm. because people were like making these memes about how awesome Morbius is. Because obviously it's a joke. Yeah, that the fucking Asuni uh, uh, Sony Studios was like, let's re-release it for uh, for a theatrical like re-release. Right? Mm-hmm. They did it, and then nobody went to go watch it. <laughs> they made they literally made like less than like. Like thirty grand and and revenue, Jesus. like like people only went back to watch it as I guess as a meme. Yeah,
2: I guess like it sucks because like, people
1: were making memes of them going to go watch Morbius all dressed up in like very like <laughs> formal wear. It's like a line of dudes all in really nice suits uh, and saying like, you know what time it is? It's Morbin time, and apparently it got so out of hand that. um Theaters started telling people to stop coming to watch Morbius, and they would turn you away if you came in a formal suit because people were like filming themselves do ridiculous shit in the mm-hmm. middle of the movie, and they're obviously causing a disruption yeah. at the theaters. But at the same time, like you're not missing anything. That movie looks god awful. Yeah. I'm sure. I've, I'm pretty sure it got like fucking review bombed up the ass yeah, for how it bad sucked. it was. Yeah, like what was it? Like Jared Leto? Just stop. I'm done with him. I'm yeah, so done with him being in the movie. Dude. Yeah. Just stop. It's bad enough that he's doing like cult like ass shit. Yeah, that's crazy. But like, he's not the only one though. That other guy, the guy that from the fucking DC universe um, that plays the Flash in the movies, Ezra Miller. We talked about him. Yeah, he's also on some crazy cult shit too with his ugly ass feet and (laughs) uh, goblin feet. Yeah, uh, I don't know why anybody. allows these fucking like Hollywood mm-hmm. like fucking assholes to get away with this shit. It just doesn't seem like this doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. That people like even exploit their fans like this, like it's just like like I understand that uh when you reach a certain um point in recognition, you're probably more likely to get away with a, a few fucking things like mm-hmm. here and there. But like when you're actively exploiting people um, for monetary gain, and then also like using them as basically like what it it looks like, sex trafficking is more than anything. Why aren't people stepping in? Just because he's famous, you're just gonna let him get away with this shit? Like it's just beyond me. It doesn't make any stupid. And some of them are fucking minors too. Yeah,
2: they're fucking stupid though, letting it happen. Like you know this is wrong, but you still let it happen.
1: I better not see a single fucking kid dressed up as Morbius for Halloween. <laughs>
2: He's gonna get shit on his Morbius time. On second thought, the meme might just make mm-hmm. it funny. But yeah, what's the, um, what's the funniest costume you've you ever seen or worn?
1: Um, funniest costume I've ever seen mm-hmm. or worn. I, I honestly haven't had a lot of costumes, mm-hmm. uh, seeing how, like, one, I don't really cosplay, and um, it's not cosplaying. No, no, no. I meant like, like I just meant like wearing in like costumes in general. Yeah, I've thought about cosplaying for conventions before because it seems like a fun thing to do, mm-hmm. but I just never really uh, put in the time or effort to really get something together. Because the thing is, a lot of people go the easier out. There are websites where you can just buy a full on cosplay outfit for yeah. like for like fifty bucks to a hundred bucks, and but they're. Where's decent. the fun in that? I know, yeah. I
2: know. Um, what would you cosplay as? Me? Yeah. I don't know. Um, one year I want to do it. I want to. I want to make it myself uh because it look fucking badass. I want to make an ODST, uh, uh, like a trooper armor. Oh, from Halo. Yeah, Yeah, the ODSTS. Mm Yeah, I want to make one of those, and I want to like tear it up, make it look cool, (laughs) paint and
1: shit. You know what my favorite favorite costume to see online is? Mm. Is anytime an
2: overweight guy
1: dresses up as Spider Man. It's the funniest (laughs) fucking thing.
2: (laughs) My, uh, the TikTok I, uh, I don't know if I sent it to you it's that guy dressed up as Spider-Man somewhere in like fucking like the Slavic <laughs> nations and he's trying to go down a building on a fucking like uh, rope and he has a fucking accordion and he <laughs> slams into the walls like,
1: <laughs> have you seen have you seen that video of the fat guy who's uh, dressed as um as Spider-Man at a rodeo and he just <laughs> runs at the fence and he jumps on it and like holds on to it like he's like oh like,
0: yeah like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but what's the
2: funniest one you've seen
1: the funniest one I've seen ah, oh, fuck, I think is um, <sighs> shit I've seen a few that were very interesting I remember because um, the thing I'm trying to also think about ones I've seen at conventions too because I've seen mm-hmm. some pretty I know the one that I kept bringing up uh, whenever I talked about when I went to the Momocon convention was People love doing the whole Waluigi meme, mm-hmm. where they dress up as different versions of Waluigi. And there was these three chicks, right? One of the chick was in the middle of the of the trio was dressed as a holy um, uh, Waluigi Pope, and he had two chains he was holding on to that were attached to two Waluigi's dressed as strippers. <laughs> And he was, Why? and he was, and she, they were walking around the convention floor. Like it's cause I don't know. It's yeah. fucking funny. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> um, I remember a dragon con one year that I went to, or, or honestly the mm-hmm. only time that I ever went to dragon con, I only got to go to it once there was um this guy who is dressed up as tony stark but also as ned stark from um a game of thrones mm-hmm. so it was like the medieval like gear mm-hmm. of of um game of thrones but he had the arc reactor on his chest and he was wearing sunglasses smoking a cigar what? like yeah <laughs> it looked it looked really fucking cool and my uh buddy ran into a. Uh, uh, a run dmc start uh stormtrooper oh, yeah. where his was always one of those yeah, yeah. and he was, like dressed up in the like um like uh you know the storm uh, stormtrooper outfit, but it's red and it had the, has the, adidas they, on, like, the adidas yeah the adidas stripes on the sides yeah. with the little logo i thought that was really cool um i've seen um uh there's girls there all the time that dress up as like sexy pokemon of course uh, one of my favorite ones is like you know the, uh, what's it called the um, the mass spirit from uh, Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Somebody dressed up as that, but but wore like uh, fishnet oh, stockings yeah. with the high heels, <laughs> so that they would just walk around with these really like like you know sexy legs, but with the spirit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, oh, the funniest one I've seen. Um. We were walking around uh, while kids were trick-or-treating and stuff, and I saw one of our friends, and I busted out laughing and di- I was dying, laughing, crying. She <laughs> she made herself... She, she made the costume herself. She was a dirty maxi pad. What? Yeah. <laughs> so she made, like, the maxi pad with the wings and everything, and then her face, she painted it red. <laughs> red oh, my God. And then she had, like... She did, like, little, like, darker spots for like, blood clots on it and everything. And she was walking around getting candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It, it, that was funny.
1: Oh, my God. That's yeah. fucking wild.
2: The little kids were like, what's that?
1: <laughs> now, trick-or-treating mm-hmm. has always been a fun fucking thing. God, I love trick-or-treating. It was the shit. Sadly, can't really get away with it as a 30-year-old man now. No. You yeah. can buy your
2: own candy, though.
1: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Honestly, handing out candy is equally as fun because you can, you know, dress up and then, you know, get your house all decorated and yeah. nice. And, you know, it's always fun seeing kids show up in, like, creative costumes, right?
2: Yeah. I was in the paper, uh, like, four years ago. Three really? Years ago. Yeah. As what? Um, uh, I was, it was, um, it was right after COVID. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was after COVID when we, everyone could start doing stuff again. Yeah. And, uh, uh, me and my neighbor, we sat on the front porch at the apartment we used to live at yeah. and I was dressed as Luigi <laughs> and, uh, we were, I was handing out candy and they were like, can we take a picture? I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And I, yeah, I was in the paper. I was like, my okay,
1: favorite cool. photo I think I've ever seen you pose was a photo of you dressed up as mermaid man and you're sitting in a diner yeah. and nobody is dressed up like you. <laughs>
2: I had the starfishes and everything, the 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 clams on my nipples. And I remember
1: your your post was like, "Come on, guys, where's your Halloween spirit?" And yeah. you're all by yourself.
2: I w- I worked that day dressed as mermaid man. And that was when I was a delivery guy for uh, that uh, Asian place in in town over uh, in Delaniga. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah and I was just rolling around delivering to like college kids and everything as mermaid man. And I was just running around like away. <laughs> Evil, yeah, evil Uh, but yeah, that was fun. I dressed right. like a banana one year. Really? Yeah, and I just ran. It was in high school, and I was just running up and down the hallways as a banana. Just. <laughs> I remember uh we actually. I do have another memory. Um.
1: Uh, my band performed a Halloween show <laughs> a long time ago, and I think it was all the way in fucking like. It's not, it wasn't Roswell. It was, it was far. Mm-hmm. It was far, and um, it was another band. Another band um, had told us about it mm-hmm. that we were really cool with, and they're like, "You guys should come through." They're trying to get as many bands to play this show, and we're like, "All right, where's the venue at?" And it's like, "Oh, it's not a venue. It's a, it's a garage show." And oh, we're like, nice. All right, that's cool. So we get there. It's a residential area, and we're like, Ugh. "Ah." Fuck, this is not going to be good yeah. because more than likely neighbors are going to complain. But the guy who's throwing it swore that it's no problem. Everybody around here throws parties. Um they're not going to care, right? Well, whatever. We ended up being like one of the first bands to play and I'm talking this was we did a great, we had a great set as in our songs were like on point, like, you know, we performed well, but the crowd was dead because a lot of them were i guess you know like high school kids that just showed up because to show up okay and they weren't modern like they were trying to like raise some money but obviously people were just showing up not getting like their fucking like you know yeah their stamp and shit and just hanging out it was a little bit of a mess right and then some people were just not really into it um and a few people got their fucking, like, head smashed in in the pit. Oh, really? Which is fun. Yeah, it's because, um, you know, I used to... Bunch of posers. Well, I, I used to hang out with a bunch of friends who were super, super hardcore into, like, you know, hardcore dancing and, mm. like, crowd killing, you I know? I can't do fuck. hardcore dancers and all that shit. I, yeah. I, that's stupid. It's fun when you're the one swinging. It's not fun when you're getting swinged on. Yeah, and because you're getting fucking hit. Like, I know. It's,
2: it's literally, you're punching.
1: Yeah, well, there's two types of people... You. People who swing and people who get hit. And I was always a swinger. <laughs> and yeah, I know. I know. I was an asshole. I didn't give a shit, though. Yeah. The thing was, if you would complain about it, then fine. Let's fucking fight. Like, like literally, I was a sh- little shithead. I was looking for some fucking shit. And Ugh. the thing... Yeah, I know. I know. I probably would have... I probably should have got my ass... I, honestly, I came close a few times, but... No, We're making the,
2: a time machine so you can go back and whoop your own ass. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, I honestly didn't partake in the dan- in the hardcore dancing stuff too much. Mm-hmm. I was more into the whole act of like um, uh, stage diving. Stage diving is always fucking fun. Yeah, but uh, I had to stop because, you know, I was a big boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not everybody's willing to catch
2: you. <laughs> Same z's. <laughs> so most of the time
1: they would try to, but because you're so damn heavy, they're mm-hmm. like,
2: they just kind of like help you not hit the ground. Let me tell you a story about crowd surfing. Um, She probably won't ever listen to this. Uh, It was a friend of mine from uh, high school. Uh, We we saw each other at a concert. I forgot what concert it was, and she was standing in the back. She was like, "Oh, this is one of my first concerts. You know, I I don't want to, you know, get hurt or anything." I was like, "No, fuck that. Come on, let's go to the front." So I we go to the front, and we're like, "Yeah, fucking awesome, yeah!" And she's like, "I've always wanted to crowd But I'm like, "Well, fuck it, let's do it." And I told this other, "He's like, hey, let's get her up there." He's like, "Fuck yeah!" We pick her up. And we throw her so she can start crowd surfing. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets out of the way and she just slams with her head into oh, the fucking ground. Oh, oh. She gets up. She's like, I need to go sit down. <laughs> it was funny. because. Oh was my like, God. The worst thing
1: that I've ever saw <laughs> happening at one of these shows. It was back at the old masquerade. Mm-hmm. It was my 18th birthday and my, my, oh. um, my best friend, uh, cash, uh, he decided he's like dude, I'm going to make sure you have the best fucking 18th birthday. That same day I got my first tattoo. Uh, his his yeah, his uh his mom uh paid for it and oh, nice. everything. Yeah. And then him and his mom bought me and him tickets to go see NoFX. Oh, yeah, you told so me. So we about went to that. go see yeah. NoFX and I forgot what band was playing. I want to say it might have been the Bouncing Souls. Hmm. Um if it wasn't them, it was definitely it was another band. It was a band before them or after, but uh, this girl was crowd surfing, right? And uh the 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 um she was crowd surfing like near the edge of to where like the wall is at, right? Oh, yeah. And there was a little area that was completely empty, right? And I didn't know why there was no people standing there. But as they're crowd surfing, the people that are 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 like carrying her, they slip and she goes falling <laughs> to the ground. And that area was empty because some dude Threw up,
2: oh, and she God. landed
1: right in the puke, oh. and she was covered in fucking puke. God, the f- coolest thing about those old school concerts is you see like all the like old school punk guys come out of like uh, come yeah, out to guys the- and everything? My favorite dude that I saw there was this old school like uh, Mexican dude, mm-hmm. long as fucking hair. All night he was just windmilling his hair, windmilling <laughs> his hair. Dude, at some points I would look over and I'm like, "There's not even a band playing. He's still windmilling. <laughs> like he's I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> Someone help me." Yeah, but um, uh, the Masquerade was always really a fucking badass venue mm-hmm. to go to. I remember the first time I ever crowd surfed was at the Masquerade, and it was with you. I went with you and John to go see the Black Dolly Murder. Oh, yeah. It was a Summer Slaughter Tour 2008. Yeah.
2: Fucking Black Dolly Murder. And
1: I'm just enjoying the show, and you and John just picked me up and <laughs> threw me. And I was like, no. Yeah, because it was
2: your first big metal show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. before we went to go see uh, Search Tankian. No, we. I think we went to go see Search first. Yeah, that was the first concert we ever went to. Yeah, and think, then you wanted yeah. to go to an actual like big metal show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Fucking uh, Summer Slaughter Tour is happening. Let's do this. Yeah. And yeah, that was dude, great. Dude,
1: that lineup was... Dude, did you hear that Um, uh, Trevor of the Black Dolly Murder passed away? Yeah, he like, was it like
2: earlier this year
1: or last year. No, like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. No.
2: Okay. Yeah. That sucks.
1: Yeah, he... Uh, which fucking sucked. Yeah. Like that... I still remember that show like fondly. That show was badass. And the bands that played that night mm-hmm. were all... Like fucking bangers. You had fucking keep... napalm death was
2: there. Was it uh,
1: napalm death? No. Born of Osiris was there. Yeah,
2: Born of Osiris. Uh, Black Dahlia murder. Devil driver was headlining. Um, No, Black Dahlia was. No. Devil driver did less. It really? It was a summer slaughter. No, I went to a different summer. I went to two summer slaughter tours. No, yeah, no, you're
1: right. Black Dahlia was the main. Was yeah. the main Cause they, I remember, I remember the poster. They were the main ones. Mm-hmm. The, the two, the, the two, um, uh, the two other big bands was Born of Osiris and Cataclysm.
2: Oh yeah, Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Yeah.
1: And um, there was a few other bands. I think Unearth had played. Mm-hmm. They and, were like
2: I think one of the first bands that played. Yeah, but
1: this was back when like before they got good, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like a weak kind of show. But they were an opener, and I hate it for any openers. I've been in that position before to open up a show, and yeah. like sometimes if you don't. If you don't get the crowd going, it you, you just die up there. Yeah. And I've been in that one time we our band had to play a fucking we had to play a Christian venue. <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: uh, it was the worst fucking show. Wait, and then the, I think I remember that one. You you uh the headlining was fucking uh a uh, Plea for Purging? Oh no, that was just a random show that we went to. Yeah, when I went with you. Yeah, we yeah. went to go
1: see a Plea for Purging and um that was I such a
2: weird place. Yeah, it was really out of nowhere. It I'm was, surprised
1: they even went out there to play that show. It was it so. It was a
2: church, but it had like a skate park in it and a place for teens to be cool and hang out.
1: Yeah, apparently they were just trying to get like the youth involved with the church.
2: Like, yeah. It's another one of those weird southern tactics to get mm-hmm. kids into the church. It's the picture of Steve Buscemi with the skateboard. What's up, my fellow teens? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: no lie. One of the reasons we started a band was because of those fucking venues. Because mm-hmm. um, at the time, there was no prominent venues up here in the north georgia area why would there be but there was a lot of local shows being thrown by these churches that were trying to get you know christian metal bands to Mm -hmm. play them but half of them were not even christian metal bands they were just metal bands trying to book a show and they're like oh yeah we're all christian (laughs) and then they would go up there and just be like satan like
2: (laughs) the actual like one of the bands like a christian band that i listened to that was actually really fucking good um uh did you appear uh for today yeah yeah they were pretty good they got really preachy on some songs but i mean it was still fucking good yeah Yeah. until they got canceled yeah why they get canceled
1: huh because uh at a show the um the guy had uh openly said that you can't be a christian and be gay at the same time oh
2: okay yeah that'll cancel you
1: yeah yeah and then uh people started memeing them really hard. People were showing up to their shows wearing four today t shirts with two guys making out like, <laughs> to piss them off. And then eventually they just fell off because people were like, We're not gonna put up with your bigotry bullshit. Yeah. Cause some bands do it right. Mm-hmm. A plea for Purgeon did it right. Yeah. They like they were fucking good, yeah. they were talented, but ultimately they ended up retiring because they were like, We're getting old, we have families, we gotta move mm-hmm. on. But you know, it was fun while it lasted. And then there's bands that were good, that claimed to be Christian, that were never to begin with. Example, Lay Dying. Oh, yeah. Because they found out, you find out later on that he openly admitted whenever he got in trouble for the
2: whole trying to hire. He tried to hire. Yeah, tried to, <laughs> to hire a hit person to kill his wife. Yes.
1: Yeah. Just <laughs> divorce your fucking wife. Yeah, like, you don't
2: have to kill her, dude.
1: <laughs> fucking, ah, oh, it's the dumbest fucking shit ever. But I anyways.
2: The stuff that came after he got out, though? No. And they fucking slaps.
1: Really? Yeah. (laughs) Although he does have one of my favorite metal side projects of all time, Austrian Death Machine. I've heard of them. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's the Azalea Dying guy. He decided to do it on a whim, like make a side band that was obviously a joke band. Because I remember looking at their tour schedule; Mm -hmm. he only did like three shows a year as that band, because obviously he was touring full time as like Azalea Dying. You know, um. But, um, we're way off subject. you definitely, but hey, <laughs> it's a loose episode. It's a nice, it's the night funk dog. We're talking like, yeah, there's nothing spookier than metal shows. Yeah, no, seriously. I remember, um, it's don't come because I'll fucking crowd kill your ass.
2: Yeah, because the summer slaughter tour I didn't take you to, um, it was, uh, one of the bands was fucking, uh, what's it called?
1: They were fucking,
2: no, it was a fucking, <laughs> it was that black metal band. They just uh, started fucking this girl on
1: stage, bro. behemoth behemoth is so badass yeah
2: i fucking like, i saw them i've seen them three times now actually because they, they played uh what's it called with uh my first concert which was lamb of god yeah um but they played that summer slaughter tour. you know it's all dark in the masquerade I'm, so, su- like, I'm super upset i've yet to see lamb of god live oh yeah that's right tickets are expensive now <laughs> yeah when i went it was like 20 bucks a pop now it's like 70 80 bucks dude i was
1: so hyped to hear that fucking rage against the machine got back together and they were like touring for a little bit but they were mm-hmm. only touring like on the california side which really sucked
2: well it's like system of a down they only tour in europe and sometimes las vegas and california yeah yeah and there's like one or two episodes or episodes two uh shows yeah. i'm like come over here just one just give me one i just want to see you. i just
1: i just want to see surge live be like ah, shit in my pants <laughs> 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 No sound. Only poo. Like, (laughs) I love that he fucks around with his own lyrics. Like, it's so fucking funny that they've always been, like, goaded. Yeah. Because they, like, I get a lot of their music, yeah, it's fucking weird as hell. But a lot of it has such, like, a, like, deep meaning. Mm -hmm. And they actively refuse to say what the songs mean. Because they're just like, it's up for
2: interpretation. That's the point of music. Yeah. I just like um, there's all time favorite band System of Down. I will listen to them to the day I die. Yeah, I'm gonna die listening to Ariels. Yeah, empty or,
1: uh, Empty Walls was a great record, but the mm-hmm. records after that were kind of not that They're great. A surge, yeah, yeah, which sucks because I I love that man. Yeah, he's he, an
2: amazing, talented uh, musician, and
1: he like to this day will not give up about bringing awareness to Armenia mm-hmm. and the shit that's gone. That's Continuing to happen over Mm -hmm. there, you know. The the Aber, uh, what's it called? The Aber, Aber Bajani, like people, Azerbani, Azerbani, yeah, like they're constantly at warfare with them, Turkey, uh, with Turkey, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just like he's always on social media talking about it. Do you
2: hear those two songs that they released for uh to get donations? Yes, yes, they I fucking love them because one of them, I forgot which one it is, Protect the Land. that one sounds like Mesmerize Hypnotize System of a Down. And then the other one. Um, uh, I think it's like Humanoids um, Something. Yeah, something humanoid.
1: Murderous Humanoids? or no. Oh, fuck it. I, I don't know. I have it on my playlist. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah. Um,
2: that second, that other song, The Humanoids, whatever it's called. Um, old school System of a Down song. Mm-hmm. Like you can put it in fucking Toxicity Your System of a Down, self titled. And then the other one, you can put it in Mesmerize, Hypnotize. They both fit. It's fucking awesome. I loved it.
1: And the thing is, one thing I've always appreciated about System of the Down is that, yes, they do have some very songs that are kind of intricate to play on guitar, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be intricate to make a badass song. No, you don't. Because like a lot of their songs are very simple, like open chord
2: songs. Fucking uh, Spiders. Yeah. Yeah, that song,
1: fucking Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. But it's funny because I I got so obsessed with like System of a Down. I like looked into like all their individual like 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 stuff and mm-hmm. like listening to interviews like throughout the years and like um um Darren Malakian the lead guitarist mm-hmm. he openly talks about like the reason why he plays the way he does and it's because he never intended to be a guitar player he wanted yeah. to be a drummer so a lot of it, he focuses more on rhythm mm-hmm. than being like a fucking like you know noodler and just trying to like yeah. shred the shit out of the guitar which he is capable of yeah. but he's just like what's the like there's no point like you want people to feel the music mm-hmm. and you feel it through the rhythm and if you're on rhythm with everything else and it's all like a cohesive machine it doesn't matter if you stray from the pack you can you manage to keep people there. Yeah, this podcast is
2: about System of a Downcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. this is the System of a Downcast. Welcome. Welcome to the night system. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, like, um, what is it? Did you like uh, Darren's project, the uh, Scars on Broadway? Some of
1: them. Yeah, yeah, I remember the first album was really good, and then I didn't really follow suit after the fact. But um,
2: Second album's hit and miss. But uh, <laughs> the, the first album, I think it was pretty good.
1: It's because I really love songs where it's Surge and mm-hmm. Dar- Darren both singing. Mm-hmm. They, they like, they're such opposites, but they, um, they harmonize so fucking well. Yeah. They're so goddamn good together.
2: There's a a YouTuber, he did, um, he could do a really good Surge uh, voice, like, uh, singing wise. Yeah. So him, uh, he, do, uh, tracked over, uh, was it uh Darren's uh, scar uh, scars on broadway um the most famous song he has out of there it's the one that goes da na 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 yeah that one um he does surge vocals over it makes the song a 100 times better <laughs> like the song is great on its own um but with surge doing vocals over it that song would have been amazing yeah yeah but yeah halloween
1: Halloween is awesome. Yes. Spooky times. I'm gonna dress up as Surge one day. <laughs> just grow your hair out. Get off the table.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Crash your butt on the makeup. <laughs> <You wanted> to <laughs> Jimmy Cutter putting a finger. <laughs> uh, Peter Brown picking it up, Why <laughs> Um But yeah, fucking uh, Halloween. Um just dressing like we like this year. So we're not gonna be here for Halloween. Uh, I have a wedding to go to, uh, but I think we're still going to dress up. We're going to do like a mini bachelor party for uh, yeah. my buddy and we're going to dress. Ch- I gave the idea of like, Hey, let's go around. We're going to do it like three days before Halloween. Fuck it. Let's dress up. But we're going to dress up beach style of whatever we do. Hmm. So me, I'm going to make a costume. I saw a uh, TikTok and I was like, I have to fucking make this. You get a foam pumpkin. And then you cut it in half and put little magnets in, in it so you can put it over your head. So you're a pumpkin head. And uh, I'm gonna, I am going gonna—I bought a, a really cool, like, it's a, like a Luau uh, Halloween style, uh, like, button up shirt. Hmm. And, you know, I have, have black uh, swim trunks. And I'm going to do, like, a little photo shoot over there with my, my fucking pumpkin head on. Yeah. So, yeah, we're all going to try to dress up as different, like, spooky things, but beach vibes. Because it's down yeah. in Florida. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Awesome.
1: I don't really have anything planned for Halloween more than likely I'll just spend it with my nephews hand out candy and nice. stuff like that, you know. Um, I typically don't do like a lot of like I try to do stuff for the holidays, but the thing is I prefer to do other things. Mm-hmm. And and it, it it's nothing against like, spending time with family or anything like that. It's just kind of like like at this point some holidays you already know what to expect there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of it's not like you're going to a fucking like you know party to get fucking smashed or shit like that and and i don't know i guess you just get kind of bored doing the same old stuff every year so i try to mix it up i remember like there's the one christmas where we decided fuck it let's go to disney world Mm -hmm. and that was a whole lot of fun because basically we decided to have a vacation christmas and i think i want to do more of that but no one takes a vacation like Halloween trip. Like you I can. Work. I mean, you can. I mean, but that's in,
2: basically what I'm doing this year. Yeah, I yeah. guess that is true. Lately,
1: um, we've just been kind of um, trying to just do more stuff out of our own. Like I know we're uh, me and my wife are going to start going to um um uh, stand up shows. You know, because yeah. we've been we've only gone to one other one stand up show before, and that's we went to go see like a like a small time comedian went to go see like Allen Rogers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Which when he was doing like a small comedy tour and that was a lot of fun, but we never really got to see like a bigger, like, um, like comedian, like, uh, uh, this Saturday I'll be in Atlanta to go see Joe Rogan on his sacred clown (laughs) tour, which is going to be a lot of fun. I've always been a big Joe Rogan, my comedy fan. And then she just bought tickets for another show today. Uh, December, Louis CK.
2: He's back. Yeah. he's been back. All right. Yeah. He's not, I guess, as big as he used to be. Oh, no, he's bigger now. He's fucking...
1: Dude, he... He shows his dick to everyone now. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is uh, his newest um, special... He had a joke about that. Oh, really? Yeah, he talks. About,
2: he openly talks well, I mean, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what he usually does. He talk, he openly talks about his fuck ups and everything. Yeah, like
1: because yeah. uh, his joke for it is really funny. It's already a release special that mm. he has up. Um, I think it's you can find most of it on YouTube, and I think it's also on. Um, he won a fucking. Um, he won a fucking Emmy for it, for that same one. Really? Yeah. He the the joke is where he talks about like so. Um, my year's been busy and then the whole crowd is like laughing right and he's like and then at one point in the in the special he's like should we talk about it let's talk about it and then you know the whole crowd is like hyping him up and he's just like all i'm gonna say is if you ever ask somebody hey do you mind if i jack off in front of you and they say yes follow it up with are you sure? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ.
1: And that, that was it. Because, I mean, yeah, I get... I Like, obviously, he's been heavily criticized for it, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing was, like, I, this was a common thing he used to do all the fucking time. And I don't want to judge the lives of comedians because, I mean, you kind of have to be a little crazy to be a comedian. But, yeah. Like, The best comedians are not exactly great human beings they've done some fucked up stuff and the stuff they talk about is you know you know they talk about like the things that i feel like the best comedians are ones who can really open up about like who they are as people and and the crazy lives they live like one of my favorite new comedians i don't know if you've ever listened to him but have you ever listened to um ali sadiq Mm -mm. no um He's really funny. He had this this famous joke that went viral called uh, 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 Mexican Got Boots. Mexican Got on Boots. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Mexican Got Boots. What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: His newest special is on YouTube. Oh, cool. uh, Because a lot of these comedians have noticed that, like, you don't have to release a Netflix special no. or an HBO special. If you put it out for free, you're guaranteed that people are going to watch it. They're going to they're going to enjoy it if it's good, and it's going to
2: help you sell more shows. Yeah, I remember um who's uh when I was living in California, I saw uh, Tom Segura and mm-hmm. it was like right after his first Netflix special came out. So he was, you know, getting some not- he's getting noticed and, you know, he's getting a lot of shows. He's starting to get bigger. That
1: was what the the completely normal special? Was he still
2: fat? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it was. Yeah, he co- was talking
2: about in his uh, show. It was, it was cool. It was like a little venue over in LA we went to. Um, it was like a, we ate dinner and had drinks while we were watching him. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and it was the room was maybe about the size of like, I think this room we're in right now. Was it the comedy like store?
1: Three times. What? Was it the comedy store? Like the famous comedy store in LA?
2: No. I don't remember what the fuck it's called. Well, what city were you in? LA. Oh.
1: Yeah. So it must have been either like the comedy store, the laugh factory or I don't know.
2: But uh, yeah, so like it was cool because seeing him then and then hearing all the stuff that he does now and how much is like he's grown. It's crazy because like it was a super cheap show. It was like 30 bucks a person. If that now tickets are fucking expensive.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see who's going to be the openers because I know um, there's a new comedian that I've been watching a lot. Who's always on the podcast. Kill Tony named Hans Kim and he's fucking hysterical Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I've also s- noticed that, um, Tony Hinchcliffe has been opening up for Joe Rogan too, and he's another comedian I enjoy nice. a lot. He's just I need really, a,
2: I want to get into, I want to start <laughs> going to like the little venues all over Atlanta because mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine. She does, a um, a, she, she's a comedian and she does like little shows at like, uh, what's well, it called? Like, uh, the, well, like, open, like open mics or she does open mics, but then she also does, like, on show bills and stuff like she's like, Hey, I'm going to be at this place. I'm on the lineup and everything like that. Yeah, or, yeah, you yeah. know, all this shit. Um, what's that fucking place in Atlanta with like the has like the, the logos, like the white skeleton face with the fucking the oh, vortex, the La- Huh? the vortex.
1: Oh, I thought you meant the laughing skull. That one too. Yeah. Cause I know the the, the two prominent like clubs, uh, in the Atlanta area mm-hmm. is laughing skull And the other one would be the punchline. The punchline is the more older one. It's a very small room. That's where I went to go see Allen. This is literally right next to a diner. Yeah. Um, Because... for whatever reason it is but they've had big fucking acts play there yeah like they've had louis ck in there before they've had joey diaz they've had um ron white in there oddly enough ron white i love yeah. ron white, actually was dude, funny. i hate when people don't give ron white the credit he deserves he was because,
2: hilarious
1: yeah but the thing was like because he was a part of the blue collar group uh mm-hmm. back in the day people think that he's just like a hacky comedian because obviously that's the that's the thing that people always throw when they see Jeff Foxworthy Hor- yeah. and Larry the Cable Guy and fuck Bill Ingvall I hate his comedy yeah he was weird he was he is like white dad humor mm-hmm. and it's just it's just never appealed to me but Ron White is like literally he got famous yeah. at the age of forty. <laughs>
2: Like they call me Tater Salad. Yeah, yeah, like
1: he is. Like that tour is what like blew him up, mm-hmm. and it was because of the help of Larry the Cable Guy and Jeff Foxworthy giving him like showtime. They're like, this guy's funny. Let's take him on tour, and he blew up. And mm-hmm. then uh, apparently now he's completely sober. He, oh really? Yeah, he doesn't. That's drink, great. He doesn't even drink anymore. But it's funny. He doesn't drink anymore. But now he has his own line of tequila, <laughs> which is I think is really funny. Yeah. Um, I think now all he does is like smoke occasionally, like mm. weed, and that's about it. But I heard this man's story, and you know what he was doing before comedy? He was, um, <laughs> he was reselling goods that he would uh, bring over from Mexico. <laughs> While really? li- yeah, while living in like a beat up ass trailer, like basically his life has always been the struggle, and then one day he decided like I'm gonna try this comedy shit, and he fucking murdered. That's and good. then ever since then, he he just became like a larger than life kind of guy. Well, as that's good as, for him. Yeah, like yeah. like he literally like is like he's the best example of it's never too late. Yeah, it's never too late to try. Because now he's, like, in his late 50s, and he's still killing it. He's still on tour, and he's sharper than ever. Because mm-hmm. I've seen him on a few podcasts. Because, you know, I watch a lot of comedy podcasts. Yeah. And um, anytime he's on, he's always saying some funny shit. And he's sharp as a fucking uh, whip. Mm-hmm. With his, like, fucking comebacks and, like, his, like, observations. He's funny as hell. My favorite joke that he does
2: is still the... um. like, I was on the debate team in high school, and, you know, they kicked me out because, you know, after the debate, I was like, yeah, well, fuck you. (laughs) Best way to end a debate. (laughs) But, yeah, I need need to start going to more. I want to go see bigger uh, acts again when they come through, but I still want to just get into the... um, you know, little small venue places. Yeah.
1: there's a lot of comedians out there nowadays mm-hmm. that are so are well worth watching mm-hmm. and are listening to. And there's some that I've been on on the rise that I've been super into. Like I know um, uh, the new the newest one that I've been super into is uh, Shane Gillis. He's fucking hysterical. He's got a sketch comedy like um, YouTube channel called um, Gillian Keeves. Mm-hmm. and it's basically like because. Uh, do, you, do you know what happened to Shane Gillis at all? I, I don't, don't think you, he was uh, he was a comedian who was going to be on SNL and he got canceled before he got um, ever like on the thing because uh, somebody had brought up a clip that he uh, from one of his podcasts where he had said an Asian slur like, oh, like during yeah. a joke. Right. And obviously he he he, uh, he didn't get to be on SNL. And but it gave him more exposure to his comedy, and people realized, oh wait, this guy's hysterical. Like he's fucking funny, and he actively has talked about it. He's like, like getting canceled sucked. Like, like you're just trying to make a joke to make people laugh, and you say absurd shit, and you obviously like you obviously know you're not racist, but people are gonna treat it a certain way. Yeah, and I, I I understand it. Like I mean, I've been guilty of saying some some pretty like harsh shit to people before mm-hmm. but i mean it's the nature of like whether or not you can or can't handle it kind of thing yeah. and i i get it but like even a punk ass bitch i know like yeah. i i don't i don't i don't like hurting people's feelings no but sometimes you misguess the situation and you, you might you,
2: you think they can handle it better yeah yeah but i guess they can't
1: i've like like we're mexican obviously mm-hmm. and obviously we wouldn't want another person person calling us like a wetback or something right yeah. But I've openly have said the word wetback, like, like in a sentence, right? Where Mm -hmm. other Hispanic people have told me, like, don't even mention that word. I'm like,
2: really? Like, I can't, I can't say it. Yeah. (laughs) I do it all the time. Like when I'm driving around with Hannah, like we're going through a town, you know, there's a lot of Hispanics here. So I'll be like, awful lot of beaners there. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you can't say that. I'm like, yeah, I can.
1: (laughs) I, I remember I was, uh. I was joking around with uh, my tattoo artist because uh, I, I got a tattoo yesterday, um, and um, uh, while he was like drawing up the thing, right, and I was like, "Oh, how long are you gonna be in town?" Because he like he works out of he works in different states, right, yeah. and he's like, "I'm probably gonna be here for like the next." like 2 weeks. I might stay longer if I have plenty of work. I was like, "All right, uh, I mean, if you want, I could like make a post like to help you try to get like some more business or something. I'd mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, come check out my boy for some tattoos, accepting of all races including blacks." <laughs> and then and then
2: he <laughs> and then he was like, "Don't post that. What the fuck, dude? We got some dark inks." <laughs> uh. Ooh, we, and, should have, we should have him on here and give us a tattoo while we're podcasting that would be fucking funny I yeah. told him that uh, I run a podcast and he was
1: like oh dude I'd love to be on a podcast and I'll I was like him. yeah hopefully uh, one day in the future I would definitely love uh, people to see him he's the funniest fucking um, character cause like mm-hmm. he is um, he's tatted all over he's got like gold crowns in his teeth and shit um, and um you Mexican? Uh, no, he's, he's mixed. He's, uh, Cocker Spaniel. What the fuck? He's half, uh, he's half Italian uh. and half, um, what was it? Argentinian. Oh, it's
2: a weird combination.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Cool. He, he looks white. but yeah and he told me he's like yeah my mom was argentinian but like i didn't really learn spanish from her because she like her english was really good and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and you know me and him were just shooting the shit we're talking about like hispanic culture Mm -hmm. i was giving him the rundown of like why uh chilano sanchez is such a badass (laughs) and then i was and i was like I i was getting tattooed his phone died while i was playing music and i was like oh fuck I was like, "Well, this is gonna be quiet," and he was like, "No, I got you." And i I started playing Beto Quintanilla, <laughs> and then I showed him the fucking photo of the album, and it's him with his foot up on a for, like on an old like Mustang, mm-hmm. holding like a big ass gun, <laughs> and then he's like, "Dude, you got to send me that." <laughs> and I was telling him, "It's like, dude, Beto Quintanilla um, is you know an OG of like Mexican music." Mm-hmm. Because of just, like, the subject matter of all the, like, you know, the narco, like, uh, goridos that he used to sing and shit, right? And how he had a song about his son getting killed while drug trafficking. Like, this man is a fucking, like, like, he didn't give a fuck. And, of Mm -hmm. course, Chilano, you know, the famous story of him getting killed after a show, after being told not to perform a song. And he did it anyways. Which I actually saw the video of when he got handed the note. And I was like. Poor guy. I was like. No, but the thing was, he didn't give a fuck though. Yeah, he, he was really, scared shitless. He did, but at the same time, I think like he knew that it was a matter because he actively had beefs with like mm-hmm. other fucking like you know narco dude stuff, you know, because yeah, yeah. he was a drug runner too. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, most of them were back in the day. It's like I,
2: Trump said, we all sell drugs.
1: But the thing was, like, <laughs> he performed. This, he continued to perform the song, mm-hmm. but like the thing that got me in the video was like how lackluster the crowd was. The crowd was just kind of like. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. is cool. Not a bad show. Yeah, like they're not dancing or nothing. I was like, goddamn, bro! Like you died for this fucking shitty ass show. I would have, like, if I knew I was gonna die after a show, it better be a fucking banger. Like, you know, everybody open the fucking (laughs) pit. Bam, bam, bam. (laughs) Did you see that? Um, the Grupel, um, what's it? Um, uh, Grupel just set a world another record Mm -mm. for like one of the biggest shows like in America. They just performed a show um, for, like, I think it was, like, 350,000 people. Jesus. Yeah, it was fucking massive. Where at? Uh, I'm guessing Vegas. Uh, I want to say it must have been Vegas. I don't know where else you could hold that many fucking people. I'd be scared to perform in Vegas. What? Huh? Because of what happened in Vegas. Remember that fucking dude in the goddamn hotel room that started oh, yeah. shooting down? Yeah, yeah, at yeah, yeah, that. We'll bring him up on a conspiracy theory episode. There's a lot of <laughs> shit that I want to talk about that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking. Um. I feel like if you didn't know. I, w- I feel like if you didn't know me personally, you'd probably think I'm like a flat earther for all the crazy shit that I. Newsflash, <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. No. Mm-hmm. the earth is clearly a cube.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's clearly two rings uh, around each other. <laughs> the Earth is a donut. <laughs> there is a theory about that too, which is stupid. Really? Yeah. yeah it said uh, the Earth is a fucking donut shape.
1: My argument's always been like, of course the Earth is round. I mean, look at the fucking moon and sun; they're both round. Why wouldn't it, why wouldn't it not make sense that we're also round? Mm-hmm. I felt like that should have been like the logic from the very beginning, but you know, people are. You know, very deceptible to the shit they find on 4chan, apparently. Yeah,
2: they're stupid as shit. Yeah. Yeah, fucking... Dude,
1: do you remember the whole birds aren't real thing?
2: Oh, yeah, that's still going on. Is it really? Yeah, like birds are what made by the government to spy on people. They're not real. (laughs) I love the thing where
1: it's like the pandemic was a hoax so they could recharge the birds. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Oh, no. Everyone's trapped inside. Have you seen any birds? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, because you're fucking inside, stupid. <laughs> you're looking at the wall.
1: I don't see any fucking birds. <laughs> That's my next Halloween costume. I'm going to be a giant pigeon, but with cameras for
2: eyes. <laughs> you should do with That funny as shit. Oh yeah, my god. Him. Or just just dress up in a black suit like an FBI agent with the sunglasses and a thing coming out your ear and on your on the front of you like a little sign that says pigeon. <laughs> now,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love those fucking videos that go way off the wall with mm-hmm. like like I remember this one guy was like, I'm gonna go into this restaurant and I'm gonna film to see if I can get to the bottom of like some kind of like restaurant conspiracy, right? And Uh, obviously you see the first person view, right? Mm -hmm. But then it cuts over to someone and filming him from a distance and he just has a camcorder duct tape to his (laughs) fucking head. What
0: the fuck?
1: The one that I thought was really fucked up was like this guy was like, Uh, underground chinese market a place to get fucking illegal goods for super cheap prices i'm gonna go and investigate dressing up as a chinese national to uncover it. he wears a fucking rice field hat with big buck teeth and like a giant pair of glasses and he goes into china going like harrow
2: like just doing like this uh the amazing racist uh, I don't know. That's w- old school YouTube videos. I think it was. Yeah, it's some, like, white guy with,
1: like, long hair, like, <laughs> curly hair. I don't... I, I'm not positive, but obviously, like, um... Obviously, those videos back in the day
2: were unfucking hinge. Yeah, he... I remember one. It was him. He went to a... It was a predominantly uh, black town. <laughs> and he dressed up like a fucking KKK member and was running around to... He's walking up to black people at gas pumps. He's like, Hey boy, can you fill this up for me? (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? One guy was like, you better get the fuck out of (laughs) here. But just straight up to a black guy. Hey boy, can you fill this up for me? (laughs) Jesus Christ. My, my, my favorite video I saw recently was this guy. He went
1: to the hood, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like for black history month, he was going up to black people and being like, Hey man, happy black history month. Um, in celebration, I'm asking people if they would like to whip me, and <laughs> and every and he pulls out a belt and he's like, "If you want, you can get a few licks in." And every guy was like, "Fuck yeah!" They <laughs> handed and you start beating the oh, fuck. God.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, reparations. But yeah, still Jesus.
1: I know the one that um that I saw that I've I've seen a few times on TikTok and on YouTube was like. It's this white dude who, like, dresses up in, like, a Mexican sarape mm-hmm. and, like, a Mexican hat, like, you know, sombrero. And he's going around college campus, like, do you think my outfit's offensive? And, of course, majority of everybody's just like, well, yeah, you shouldn't be wearing that. But then he goes into, like, their little Mexico town, and he's asking, like, actual Mexican natives, oh, like, yeah. like, hey do you think my outfit's offensive? And they're like, no, it looks good.
2: As long as he's not being a caricature. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. If he's out there like brown facing it out with two pistols on his which, fucking hips. Which yeah. has,
1: has always been my criticism. Like, like, look, if you want to celebrate another culture's like, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, another culture's like um, culture, I guess, like, be true to that custom and don't turn it into something that it's not. Like obviously I remember there used to be those cringy photos of girls like being like, Oh, we're having a Mexican themed like uh, Fiesta yeah, party yeah. and then they're dressed up as Mexicans with fake mustaches and then yeah. they're they're pretending to jump over a fence
2: and shit. And yeah. I'm like, No, you you're the part of the problem. Yeah, I remember one time we came down here, it was on Halloween, uh, uh my wife and I uh we didn't really have any costumes, so we very quickly made. Um, uh, out of like some shit that we got at Michael's, the little uh green diamond from The Sims, mm-hmm. and we we put those over our heads, so we were just walking around in Sims. Mm. Um, so quick, easy costume, and it was great. There's this guy that walked into the place where we're at, and he was uh, it was a white kid, skinny little bony ass white kid, yeah, and he was wearing a really shitty like costume serape, mm-hmm. but he had the the belts like the gun belts around him, but with shot glasses. And he had the big mustache and a big old sombrero. Yeah. And he was walking around like, oh, I ever blah above us. And I saw him. I was just staring at him. He locked eyes with me and just. And took off a sombrero really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you really think you were going to see any fucking Mexicans out on Halloween, dude? Like, what Meanwhile, he's over
1: there like, dude, why is this Samoan staring me down?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you ever gotten that? Have, anyone ever thought you were Samoan? A lot. People always think I'm Indian.
2: That yeah, TikTok for the longest time could send me down native uh, TikTok, mm-hmm. so like fucking like uh, like uh, the whatever native groups like yeah. Cherokee and uh, Blackfoot, whatever uh, yeah. was over there. Um, it was cool. I was like, oh, these are fucking great, and they're doing like all like the dances and everything. I'm like, fuck, it, I can get behind this.
1: Yeah, like I've constantly have gotten that question like throughout mm-hmm. like my youth and uh, up until now. People always. Question: Whether I'm Mexican, I'm Indian, or Native American. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, I mean, we—I mean, you never know. My blood could be a mix of all three of those. Not na- not Indian. Uh, you never know.
2: No, no Indians ever went to Mexico. Uh, <laughs> I keep thinking
1: of that video of the little Indian king. It's like uh, my pronouns are, uh, are he, but not him, because oh, yeah. I'll never be him. And the it's a little kid you.
2: like shaking his ass, yeah, he like fucking <laughs> pops that ass, like. <laughs> <laughs> Love
1: those. Help me! I am under the water.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, Indian content is funny as hell. I've really been needing to watch that RRR movie. I heard it's really fucking yeah, good. It's
2: long as shit, though. Is it? Yeah, it's like three and a half hours long or something like. Goddamn! Well,
1: that's the thing. Like, I as much as I love watching like new movies and stuff, it's hard for me to commit to mm-hmm. like any. Like, I always like show like episodes, like shows. Just because I can watch an episode, be done with it in 30 minutes, and go about my day. Because yeah. my ADHD causes me to have a hard time standing still. I have to be doing something. And usually if I'm in the living room and I have nothing to do and I'm watching TV, I end up falling asleep. Yeah, There's just, just like a lot the, of...
2: What is it, The Snyder Cut. I had to watch that in bits. Never watched it. Never watched it? No. It's actually really good. It makes the movie a lot better. Oh, okay. Yeah. You should well, watch it. it. It's like four parts, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll black out and then part two... Blah 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 and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, um, one of my friends who's a big DC fan had been telling me like, "Hey, you need to you need to watch that." But then I I always question his taste though, <laughs> because he was also like, "Dude, you also need to watch uh, the Young Titans show." I'm like, "No, just looking at it looks bad." Young Titans.
2: Oh, is that the animated show?
1: No, it's like the live action one oh. where it's like the Teen Titans, but like,
2: oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, sometimes he'll recommend me to watch like another show, and I might watch it, and I'll just be like, "This is bad, dude. Yeah, this is really bad." He's like, "No, it's it's good." I'm like, "No, it's bad. This <laughs> is like it's terrible." Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't care what people's personal tastes are. Like, mm. there's some shows that I am never going to enjoy. Like, my wife fucking loves those goddamn boring british shows she fucking watches bridgerton she watches the midwife she watched really? all of the crown yes i don't know why she loves it and when the queen died i laughed at her face mm-hmm. like i was just like good fuck that bitch <laughs> fuck the queen and her imperial ass bullshit and fucking for pretending to those uh protecting those fucking pedophile sons of
2: hers we were actually um, today funny thing um we went. Out, uh, our bosses from France came in, and we were talking. Uh, they they took uh, uh, my team out to lunch. You know, because mm-hmm. she doesn't really do that, so she did. She took us out to lunch. She paid for it. It was like cool. We were all talking, and then somehow the the topic of so how did you feel about oh because uh, one of my coworkers his wife is British, and she asked him she was like so how did your wife take the Queen dying? <laughs> this guy, I in the future I may want to bring him on because he like his humor. It's, he's a very Jewish man, mm-hmm. but not a Jewish man at the same time. So he has that dry hu- Jewish, like, humor, mm-hmm. but he's, like, he gives no fucks. Like, he'll say whatever. Like, the, the other, uh, he was talking about the queen, and she was like, how do you feel about the queen? He's like, I mean, she's dead, so I don't <laughs> care. My <laughs> wife kind of cared, but, eh, not me. <laughs> and then we are just, like, talking about it, and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, and she asked me, she was like, did you also watch the queen thing? I was like, well, no, because, I mean, think about it like the only people that really cared was england india africa mexico pretty much anywhere that she you know they did something no one gave a shit (laughs) like okay
1: whenever somebody as famous as the queen like passes away yeah you're gonna have people with different feelings Mm -hmm. you know about it but i feel like you're not always going to get the same reaction. I feel like, of course, people were like, "Uh, mm-hmm. like, Queen's dead. And, like, you know, this is, like, a big fucking deal because, like, you know, she's a big fucking deal to a lot of people. But, but why? But to Americans don't give a fuck. No. You know? But, you know... I will be damned if I say I didn't tear up when I found found out that Vicenta died. No, because
2: yeah, we're Mexicans. Yeah, because
1: yeah. we're like that is a man of like mm-hmm. fucking. Did you see that? Um, um, what's it? Um, George Strait performed El Rey. Really? Yeah. No. What? He's fluent in Spanish. No. Cool. Yeah. He like loves loves Vicente. Mm-hmm. And when he found out he passed away, at the end of his shows, he was performing El Rey nice. in honor for him. And uh he's performed Spanish songs before. Like mm-hmm. he like he like he's from Texas and he must have grew up close to the border to learn Spanish very well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people give him credit for being like the best to ever fucking do it. Like no one has a record like him. I mean, nice. yeah, he did a, a bunch of like, you know, movies that did and didn't hold up, you know, but mm-hmm. him, nonetheless, the man was a fucking icon and he never did anybody wrong. As far he, as I he know. The
2: Fernandez? Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't like, he was a typical old Hispanic guy. So, like, when they brought up the subject, I guess they were trying to, like, I don't know, someone was trying to get him for something. Uh, they were like, well, what do you think of, you know, gay people? And I think his answer was on the lines of, like, I live my life and they can live their lives. Mm -hmm. Like, it was kind of like, you know, down the middle. He didn't want to, because, I mean, he's an older Hispanic guy. Of course, he's probably going to think that, you know, it's wrong because of his upbringing, religion, whatever. But he took the, like, his high road and was like, you know what? It doesn't affect me.
1: Also, I don't like the narrative that some people talk about, like, the newer generation Mm-hmm. Is more daring because I know people are always talking about like, oh, like Harry Styles is such an icon because he doesn't like let like like um like his like his gender limit him from doing what he wants, right? I'm like, you're telling me no one before him has tried this, yeah? So you're, you're forgetting that Elton John was a fucking thing, who was like obviously the one of the most flamboyant as like like performers of all time, who you know had a high his gayness, but at the same time he was mm-hmm. doing very openly gay things, you know? Yeah. Or and what's his name? Juan Gabriel. Man. Yeah, Juan Gabriel. He was openly like flamboyant. gay. Flamboyant. He was yeah. openly flamboyant in the 70s. Yeah. In Mexico. Yeah. And he was untouchable because mm-hmm. the man was a fucking force to be reckoned with. You yeah. get him on a stage. It doesn't matter if you've never heard his music before. He mm-hmm. will get you fucking stepping. Like Yeah, his music like
2: brings tears to your eyes. That guy was a real mu- fucking deal.
1: His music was like fucking poetry. Like, yeah, it it was. was
2: so goddamn good. It's the one song. It's um God, what fucking song is it? I'll find it. It's, like, super famous, and, like, everyone, no matter who the fuck you are, even white people, they played it for, um, uh, white people to listen to the first no, time. Tengo dinero. No, it does No, <laughs> No.
1: That one's a good song, though, too.
2: Uh, I think it's, um, God, what the fuck is this song? ¿Por qué me haces llorar? I think that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he just sings about fucking... The pain in his music just moves you. Yeah. God. Put it at the end of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, that's going to be a copyright issue. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I'm still... uh, I need to finish up watching the El Rey show. Yeah, I I
1: haven't watched it at all. Because, again, I'm really bad about watching TV shows. Like, I get most of my content, like, off the internet and... Really,
2: the only thing that I really consume like daily is podcasts. Yeah, I don't know how accurate the show is. It's it's shot mm-hmm. and like the cadence of it. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking TV. Uh, it's a novella.
1: God damn. Yeah,
2: it's fucking great, <laughs> dude.
1: I've only been listening to like the uh, Dungeons and Daddies podcast for like a week now, mm-hmm. and I'm already like on episode 18. Yeah, I love that show. It's so fucking yeah, good. We got
2: a bunch of magnets on the fridge of it. Really? Yeah.
1: I didn't even know the show existed. I literally was just scrolling through like top mm-hmm. podcasts, and I was curious. I wonder if there's like a good D and D one, and that one was the highest rated one. And I was like, I'll give it a shot. I'll at least, at least listen to the first episode. If I like it, I'll listen. Yeah. If I don't, and I was immediately hooked. It was yeah. so goddamn funny. Oh, and it's, I, I it's didn't know... what's
2: his face, uh, Freddie Wong. From yeah, uh, Freddie Rocket
1: Wong. Jump. I did
2: not know he was related to Jimmy Wong. Yeah,
1: they're brothers. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, just because they have the same last name doesn't mean they're related. Everyone's related, dude. Come on, I know. (laughs) But I've 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 been a fan of Jimmy Wong for a long time Mm -hmm. um, because he um, he hosts one of my favorite um, uh, YouTube magic shows, um, uh, Command Zone. Oh, really? Yeah, where they where they play um, different uh, commander decks, you know. And I had because I knew Jimmy did some acting as well because he was in the Mulan movie. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that he also like came from like a like um, a family of other like well recognized people because yeah. I didn't know um, I didn't I, I forgot who um, Freddie Wong was until mm-hmm. until I saw his face. I was like oh, it's that guy from the fucking YouTube videos, yeah, the rocket
2: jump videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like those those videos were always entertaining as mm-hmm. hell.
2: The and the the like the uh, what is it the CG and stuff that they did in mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. Like it was all him and his uh team of whoever that they made all that shit. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Um they yeah. have Jimmy in uh later episodes as mm-hmm. a guest character. And uh they talk about the Mulan movie. And I think he makes a joke is like, yeah, because you know the whole controversy with the Mulan movie is you know, there was like fucking concentration camps for like Muslims in the background that they kind of CG'd out of it. What the fuck? Yeah. Read up on it, dude. There's there's concentration camps and fucking they're they're rounding up Muslims and like putting in the them in, these fucking in the list. Mulan movie. Well, no, in in real life. Oh, yeah, but in some of the desert scenes that they show, that's where they are at. So they see, had to CG out some shit. So, oh yeah. <laughs> shit! Yeah, it's it's in the background stuff. And then they were they were talking about it, and uh, at first uh, I think he was like, I don't want to talk about it. And uh, they bring up, like, the whole, like, concentration camp thing a little bit, like, in the <laughs> beginning of episode. And he's like, yeah, I can't really talk about it. <laughs> it's funny as shit. I mean, it's sad, but it's funny that they bring it up. In the yeah. Show. That's wild. Yeah. Fucking, uh... Yeah.
1: I was just upset about that Mulan movie because it didn't have any of the musical numbers.
2: No. It had
1: it, like, in the background that the... No Mooshu. How are you yeah. going to have Mulan with no Mushu? Where is Eddie Murphy? Uh, disgrace to your family. <laughs> disgrace to your
2: cow. <laughs> dishonor on you.
1: <laughs> yeah, they didn't have that. Also, I didn't like that they, for whatever reason, decided to make Cricket a human character. See, I only saw it once and barely. So
2: I don't remember that.
1: The only thing that I thought was cool was that Jet Li was in it as the emperor. Oh really? Yeah, that was Jet Li.
2: Again, I saw it once, and I was in and out of it because I was like, "This movie's fucking stupid." And I
1: remember when I, whenever the movie came out, I found out. Oh, I was like, "Oh, babe, check out uh, Jet Li's going to be the emperor in the movie." And she looked at me straight in my eyes and said, "Who's Jet Li?" And I actively, I've never yelled louder. I was like, <laughs> "You don't know who the fuck Jet Li is? You have <laughs> never
2: it. seen Cradle to the Grave? Like, <laughs> you never seen Fearless? Like, I was- the one." <laughs> Him and Jason Statham, they fight. Or, yeah, what is the one? He fights himself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) His ultimate enemy. I really want to talk about, like... I
1: I really want to make an episode talking about our favorite... kung fu movies hells yeah dude like but not just kung fu but also i specifically want to talk about john Wu movies john Wu movies are the shit hells, yeah, and i are. feel like they are overlooked and he is underappreciated yeah. for like his action sequences because i remember back in the day you were like the one who recommended me to watch like the um the first like protector movie and that's when mm-hmm. i got in, uh introduced to um that act-
2: it's a uh, tony jaw
1: yeah tony tony jaw yeah i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna lie. Unbuck, well, Unbuck was a badass movie, mm-hmm. but Unbuck Two and Three was like, okay, come on, mm-hmm. like this is getting a little ridiculous yeah. now. Because at that <laughs> point, I was like, okay, they're mi- they're mixing in like magic and shit, and it, yeah, but the Protector that mm-hmm. movie was
2: bad ass. There's another one you should watch too. It's um, I don't know if she's like somehow tied with Tony Jolly. Like, maybe they train together, or they spar together, or something. Um, it's another like Thai movie. Uh, it's called uh, Chocolate, mm-hmm. and it's about a girl. She's autistic. And her the thing that she like, you know, every like uh, like when someone's severely autistic, there's one thing that they they that they're good at, that they see this one thing. And that's the thing that they're going to be good at. And that is what they do. They pick it up just like nothing. She saw people training um, in Muay Thai. Mm-hmm. So she starts doing it herself and like is learning while watching them. And then she becomes like this. She knows like Muay Thai to the T. Like, yeah. Like not boxing, but like the traditional style like Tony Jaa does. Yeah. And the whole movie is like her her mom gets sick and she has to find a way to raise money. So she finds her mom's little black book thing that has money that I think she reads it wrong and it's her, she's been taking out loans from like these loan sharks and uh, that's why they kind of been living in poverty. But she thinks that they're they owe her money. So she starts going to all these loan sharks and beating the fuck out of them like not intentionally it's like a muscle memory like once someone starts attacking her she remembers that like oh this is what i was supposed to do when someone does that and she just fucks a dude up (laughs) another guy goes flying through an ice wall and she's like just no effort just down down, down down, down and then at the end it it was kind of weird the ending she fights another autistic person what (laughs) yeah (laughs) An, an equally autistic person that also does muay thai so it was a little weird, but I mean, it uh, was a cool fight.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. I
2: recommend that one.
1: Yeah. Kung Fu movies are underappreciated mm-hmm. and they have such a, I mean, if there's any group that ever did it right, it was fucking Wu-Tang Clan. Cause they, <laughs> the, the amount of references they make to Kung Fu movies is mm-hmm. fucking phenomenal. And, uh, they'll be the ones to tell you, like, I, I think it's fucking wild that, um, that what's, what's his name? Um, uh, RZA made his own Kung Fu movie. That movie was actually really good. Yeah, I heard yeah. it was really good. Uh, but like, you know, like I said, like... um, uh, What was I going to say? Um, But yeah, there's a lot of like martial artist movies that mm-hmm. are underappreciated. Because a lot of times they get lumped into these low budget fucking like... Like, come on. Like, you're... Never Back Down does not count as a kung fu flick, No, and it's not a good film, but there's some that come out of foreign countries that are well worth fucking watching, and people also do not appreciate the level of dedication that Jackie Chan has done. This man is constantly (laughs) sending, sent himself to the hospital, and I didn't know this but the reason why he took such a long time from releasing a movie in America is cuz he got sick of t- and tired of filming in America in America uh in American studios mm-hmm. because he is such a perfectionist like the-, the reason why his foreign movies are so well done is cuz he literally will do take after take after mm-hmm. take until the stunt is perfect. That's why they're so goddamn intricate yeah, but I like
2: um all of his old movies they always show like the like him, the behind the scenes, like during the credits, like, especially on a drunken master mm-hmm. uh, or drunken. Yeah. Drunken master. Um, Love that movie. Yeah. It's a fucking fantastic movie. Um, Like while the credits are rolling, it's shown him like doing his stunts and all of his fuck ups. Yeah. Like the one where he like, he gets lit on fire and then he falls in like uh the thing of like hot coals and he burns the fuck out of his hands and he still keeps fucking doing the movie. Oh, dude, that
1: fucking scene from that movie where he jumps off the building and he lands on that little, like, uh, Mm -hmm. little roof thing and then he slams his head on the ground. Yeah. And he still manages to pick himself up and then the guards come in, like, help him Mm. off the thing. But, like, it
2: is fucking wild. Yeah. He's crazy shit. And, like, the other thing is, like, he has this, you know, team of uh, other stunt people. Like, all the people that do stunts on all of his old movies. Yeah. That was his personal, like, stunt crew that he started. Yeah. But. He got to a point, apparently, that no insurance company wanted to cover him or his team. Yeah. So he pays out of pocket to cover his team's expenses. Like, that's crazy. Like, the, that amount of commitment. He's like, you know what, guys? I'm going to take care of you if you're throwing your bodies out for me. But yeah.
1: that
2: That's a true OG right there. Yeah. And, I just love
1: I love that story that he told about like a lot of people don't know this but he was in a Bruce Lee movie mm-hmm. as an extra yeah, yeah. and then Bruce Lee accidentally actually whacked him mm-hmm. and he like like got knocked out for a quick second but he uh, he obviously was fine but he pretended to be hurt just so he could talk to Bruce yeah. Lee <laughs> and it, it it's wild because I feel like everyone just sum up um, Bruce Lee as like the best to ever do it mm-hmm. but the thing was like. Like If you're a true Kung Fu fan, yes, Bruce Lee is one mm-hmm. to be appreciated. But only like two or three of his movies are actually like like golden, you know? Um, because a lot of people always say Enter the Dragon, you know? Mm-hmm. But honestly, he's got far better movies than Enter the Dragon. It's just the one that's always like the front and center one, you know? I like the one when he fights Chuck Norris and
2: fucking... Beats his ass <laughs> <laughs> He
1: fights Chuck Norris Dude he fought fucking um, uh, Ka- uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Yeah and uh, what was that movie It's Something Tower uh, I think it was Fist of Fury Wasn't it Fist of Fury No I don't know I know the one that people Usually consider to be his best movie Would probably be like The uh, Chinese Connection mm-hmm. Yeah that one was um,
2: What I heard was really good well, That movie with Kareem Jabbar Abdul mm-hmm. Yeah Um that was uh, they. They didn't finish that movie. It was they. He died while they were making that movie. I think. Oh, so a lot of the scenes that you see uh, with him in it, it's from the back or something like that. Yeah, it's a stand-in. Oh wow. Yeah, and then they just use like dialogue from other movies or some shit like that for some parts.
1: It, it's 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 cool to also dig into the history of Bruce Lee because you find out that. He was scrutinized in the martial arts community because he, um, he was very open about being like there is no one dominating style. Mm-hmm. The best style is to adapt from all styles, which a lot of people credit him, including Dana White, mm-hmm. the like, um, uh, the UFC, the, guy. yeah, the president of the UFC, because yeah. he's a huge Bruce Lee fan, but he yeah. says that like. Yes, he was the forefront of being the first one to be like, no, like the best style is the style of just adapting to all
2: styles. Yeah, it's it's his saying, be like water.
1: Yeah. yeah, You have to adapt to all the circumstances because he was like, because I think at the time, um, his master, Ip Man, right? Mm-hmm. Which they have a whole movie series about him, which yeah, obviously yeah. the first movies are pretty good about Showing like the the early Mm -hmm. beginnings, but of course it's a little exaggerated, right? But then they get even more fucking ridiculous near the end, right? Did he fight
2: Mike Tyson in one movie? Uh, I think so. Yeah. But that actually (laughs) happened. Um, He fought Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, who plays uh, it, man? It's um, uh, what's his name? He's a great actor, too. It's not John Woo. No, it's not John Woo. It's not John Woo. I mean, um, John Cho. Bo, oh, um, another Bo Racho, <laughs> the Mortal Kombat <laughs> fighter.
1: <laughs> I always thought it was so funny that his name was Bo Racho, yeah. Because uh, for those who don't know, it translates to drunk in Spanish. Yeah. Like
2: I think they just added an I after the A to make it like, oh, this is an Asian name. Yeah, <laughs> but no, the movie. Uh, if you want to like watch like a more modern kung, kung fu movie, Kung Fu Hustle yes I love that yeah, fucking movie fucking amazing it, it's it's literally like a kung fu movie they do like all the stupid shit um, like-
1: I put on that movie one day without giving Denise a single clue what we were watching and I was like we're watching this and she was like, "What's the name of the movie?" she's like, "Oh, it's called Kung Fu Hustle. You'll mm-hmm. like it." And she's like, "Oh, it's a Kung Fu movie." It's like, "Yeah, let's go with that." And then as soon as it starts like doing like all its ridiculous mm-hmm. shit, she's like, "What the fuck are we watching?" The
2: fucking chase when the lady's chasing the guy. Yeah, it's the cartoon. <laughs> uh,
1: oh my god! Um, I know they have another one that's like uh, in the Hustle series, but it's about
2: soccer. That
1: I heard It's really funny.
2: Oh, Shaolin soccer. Yeah, I jealous. love that movie.
1: I haven't seen it, but I heard it's really mm. fucking good.
2: <laughs> it's funny because like there's scenes when they're playing soccer and <laughs> they're just doing all this fucking kung fu shit. And the other team is like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> like one guy, he's the, the fattest guy, his little his um mastery is he can make himself as light as a feather. So he's just flying all over the fucking field with the ball, just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> And they, they're all, um, like, they all are focused on one thing. Like, the main character, he has, like, the golden leg. So his, his kicks, he's, like, the striker of the team. The fat guy, he is, like, he's, like, light-footed, so that's why he can fucking fly. There's yeah. one guy, the way he plays is he, he has the iron gut. So he gets the ball and it sticks to his stomach because he clenches it onto his <laughs> stomach. and they keep like trying to kick it off him and he's doing like the fucking like uh, like the horse stance blocking people. He's like,
0: "Oh!" <laughs> and
2: then he shoots the ball with his stomach. <laughs> and then the, um, uh, they do a homage to Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. The goaltender, um, once he starts like getting into his groove, his goalie uniform, is Bruce Lee's yellow with the black stripe uh, uh, jumpsuit. Oh, wow. And, and he has, like, the Bruce Lee haircut, and he's doing, like, all the Bruce Lee, like, fast hand, fast feet movements and everything. Yeah. And when the comes, coming, he's like, Ball! <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: that in one of the UFC games, they added uh, Bruce Lee mm-hmm. as a downloadable character. I always love that they do that. Yeah. They always have, like, one character that isn't a UFC fighter to be in it. Because I know... One year they did Bruce Lee, which mm-hmm. was fucking cool that he was in the UFC game, right? Then uh the year after that, they did Joe Rogan, like he's like the commentators <laughs> coming to fight, right? Which I thought was fucking hysterical. And then they did Dana White, like the actual president <laughs> of the UFC and he's like the boss is coming to the ring like <laughs> a new challenger. Yeah, and I think the most recent one they added Mike Tyson oh cool yeah but it was like a young Mike Tyson and he just had ridiculous knockout power <laughs> like
2: <laughs> they did um I remember there was one game it was a fighting game it was kind of like UFC I think mm. style I don't think it was a UFC
1: game backyard but it was, wrestling um, where you
2: played as ICP <laughs> <laughs> it was um I think it was a boxing game for some reason it had Ryu. What? Yeah, so it was fucking Ryu, and like he, had, it was like a boxer. He was wearing like white trunks with red yeah. trim, and he had like the Ryu boxing gloves instead of regular gloves, and he had the headband and everything. It was fucking cool.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, I know. Of course, you you fight Mike Tyson in the Punch Out series because mm-hmm. originally it was Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and then it just got turned into uh, uh, just punch-out. just Punch Out because yeah. they had a they lost the licensing right to his name. Mm-hmm. But I know in the most the last one that they made was the one that they made for the Wii, the mm-hmm. Punch-Out Wii series, which was one of my favorite fucking games. It was so fun because, you know, you had to actually do the motions and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. and you had to duck and weave, and it was a fucking workout, but it was fun, you know? And, of course, you know, the first boss at the end of the first tournament is King Hippo, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, But when you finally get to the last one, you fight the champ. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly Mike Tyson. They just call him the champ. They just call him the yeah. champ, right? And uh, Or something similar, or champion, or something like that. But nonetheless, it is clearly Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. And he fucking annihilates you if you're not perfect. Because I think it's literally like if he lands one hit on you, you are almost like... Knocked pr- out. Like pretty much yeah, dead. Yeah.
2: yeah. The other... Um, going back to Kung Fu movies, the other good one... Uh, It's fucking, I love the movie. It's so funny. I wish they did a second one to it. Kung Pao.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm
2: -mm. Bird. Birdie, bird. Mm -hmm. Tiger. (laughs) Mm, You may call me (laughs) Betty. (laughs) Isn't that a woman's name?
1: (laughs) That movie is so Mm underappreciated, but it's so fucking ridiculous. And I feel like that movie must have been hysterical to watch someone else watch if they didn't know what they were watching. Because, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, you know, before TV Guide, and you're just flipping through the channels, mm-hmm. and you just run across, like, oh, it's a kung fu movie. And you're like, wait, what the fuck
2: are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I love the little things they added in. Like, there's one. It's, a, it's in the beginning of the movie. It's a panning shot to them, like, where they're going to, like, spar or something. Mm-hmm. And there's just a random fucking like CG alien just on a bench, just like, <laughs> and it's just like nothing, just passes by. <laughs> I
1: need to rewatch that movie. Yeah, it's so fucking funny. Um, you know what I was looking for, and I was upset it's not on a single uh, streaming platform. Mm-hmm. But I've been wanting to watch it so bad. Um, Blazing Saddles. Uh, Blazing Saddles is so fucking funny. It was on Netflix. Not anymore. They took it off. Damn. I I just I tried looking for it because they have like other ones that are like they have other like funny western ones. Mm-hmm. I love the Ballad of Buster Shrugs That, that one, one's a great movie. Yeah, but I I did get upset that it wasn't like one cohesive movie like, it, like the, the different stories. It's because I wanted to see more of just the 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 first story because mm-hmm. that one was so fucking funny. I mean, he dies in the end. Yeah, he so, yeah. yeah. But I loved
2: of, I loved the way how that sh- that whole movie ended. Mm-hmm. My favorite ending to like a movie recently is that it's the people riding in the carriage talking about like life and death. Yeah. And they're having this huge, like philosophical question is like, well life, what is life and what is death? What does it mean to us? And they're talking about their backgrounds. Like, well, we're actually grave robbers. And like, well, I'm a high sophisticated, uh, uh, aristocrat guy. And the other person is like, well, I just work a farm, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they're just riding in this carriage. And then they all start realizing like, I don't remember getting in this carriage. And they're like, did anyone see who the who's driving this carriage? And then you just like see like it's speeding up a little, and you see the legs of the guy. And then they start talking about death more and about like being like, well, what what waits for us on the other side? What is death like? Are we getting it whisked away and all this other shit? Yeah. And then they finally get to their destination, and the guy who opens the carriage is the the is to me he is death. Like I think that was the ending. It was like that was death bringing them to the afterlife. Because they get there, and it's like a hotel, and they're like, well, your rooms are waiting for you. And they all go their separate ways into this hotel that they had no idea how they were getting there. And it was to rooms they already knew where to go to. And, oh, God, I love that ending. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It,
1: it was a really good movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really just love the Western genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least all the new modern Western like uh, movies that have been coming out because a lot of them have been fucking bangers. Like obviously, like I've heard a few people criticize uh, uh, Django Unchained. Some people say that it wasn't as good as it. Was and I there are a few parts in it that are kind of cheese, you yeah, know. It's but a Tarantino I, movie, what yeah, but expect? it's still a great movie. Yeah. I still thought it was a great movie, but I did enjoy uh the Hateful Eight. I that, need
2: to. I actually need to finish that one.
1: That movie is so fucking dark, but it's so like goofy and. Didn't interesting. It win a bunch of rewards? I think so. Yeah. Um. I know there was a recent movie that came out that had uh, what's it? What's his name? Um, Eldris Um. Ildris Elba, yeah, Ildris Elba, yeah, where he plays like a uh, like an evil cowboy, and um, it's got a bunch of black cowboys in it, and um, it was on Netflix. Oh yeah, I heard it's really good. It is phenomenal. Yeah, 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 it is so goddamn good. It's so well cast, and I love how in the beginning of the movie is like they literally talked about like these were the real cowboys, because mm-hmm. believe it, uh. Contrary to what Hollywood has made you believe, there were more cowboys of color mm-hmm. than any other type of cowboy. Yeah. And cowboys were a, a concept brought over by Spaniards mm-hmm. and were adopted by Latin America. And then up, of course, like later on, um, the Wild West. Yeah, there
2: was always like, you know, cattle wranglers and shit like that. Yeah. But a cowboy, that that's a, what was it? A gauchero? Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, you funny. always got to remember that uh, the Spanish
1: were the ones that introduced a horseback riding. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, they brought horses over here. Yeah, horses yeah. were not um, in the in the United States, in North America. Yeah, yeah. They they were brought over here, just like camels yeah. were brought to the Middle East from Australia.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, and now hippos are infestating, uh Colombia because yeah. of Pablo Escobar, yeah.
2: <laughs> which I think is funny as shit. I mean, it sucks for the wildlife, but yeah. But um, uh, you know what's another good movie you need to watch? What? You know, we should do another uh, 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 movie watch episode. Because the movie I want you to watch, uh, mm-hmm. if you can find it, uh, it's probably on Amazon Prime. You can probably, like, rent it on there. Yeah. Uh, Six-String uh, Samurai. Oh. Yeah, it's an old, like,
1: 90s movie. One movie I did I did wanna watch because I saw those on Hulu is mm. they have both part one and two of uh Forty Seven Ronin. Forty
2: seven Ronin. That's it's familiar. a
1: classic, like original black and white samurai movie. Oh okay. And then cool. it's like the samurai movie that really started like like these wide, like cinematic shots mm-hmm. that it was unheard of at the time, you know. Uh, it, it, it was, like, one of the first movies to really nail suspense before, like, you know, what was it? Um, Hitchcock came around. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, that that became his fucking thing yeah. whenever he started, like, filming. But uh, Hitchcock was a bit of a fucking asshole. Well, duh. Yeah.
2: Because
1: yeah. yeah. you remember that bird movie?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He terrorized a bunch of people with that. Yeah, movie. the
1: girl, the scene where he, she's getting, like, like pummeled by birds, she didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> So her reaction is like real. Mm-hmm. And now that was his, like, it's acting. Like, it's, it's this is how you get the best performance. You have to fucking torture them. I'm like, I'm
2: like. All right, Kubrick. <laughs> yeah. Him with uh, fucking uh, The Shining, just terrorizing mm-hmm. that poor woman. I also needed to watch Citizen
1: Kane. Never seen yeah,
2: it. Yeah, that's like the movie, the movie. Yeah.
1: I, I've always heard great things about it, it's still highly rated. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, and yeah. um, I just never gotten around to it. It's like there's so many like movies that are considered like
2: must watch before
1: like, you die. M- yeah, must yeah. watch. You know, like I've n- I I know I want to, and I know I think it's gonna be goofy to watch, but I I need to watch Nosferatu because mm-hmm. it's the first one to do horror.
2: Yeah, I need to watch. Um, uh, there's a movie. It's one of the like, you must watch top ten movies before you die. It's a uh, City of God. It's a Brazilian movie and apparently it's like this movie is like one of those where it will like you will rethink your life after watching this movie. Oh wow. Yeah. And there's another one. I never got around to watching it because apparently like this movie, it builds you up, fucking wrecks your soul, <laughs> gives you hope, and then ends it with leaving you just depressed. Ugh. It's um um Z for Zachariah or Z for Zachary. Mm. It was on Netflix, but they took it off because I guess people were just like this movie's too fucking sad. <laughs> but it's I think it's like a like almost like a documentary style movie. Um, I don't know. I need to watch it. I heard it's really good. I don't want to read anything on it to ruin it. On the subject yeah. of Z,
1: you know what I think they really need to do? They need to make a cohesive either series or movie. Um Like giving some proper ode and respect to the character that is Zorro. Yeah, I feel like because the original series, like the original like um, like TV show, was Mm -hmm. supposed to be tuned to like like you know a play on telenovelas, you Mm -hmm. know. But obviously, it had its moments of humor, and also, I've had this gripe for many years. But I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. A fucking Antonio Banderas playing Mexican characters. <laughs> he is not Mexican in any fucking way. He is a Spanish fuck, and also he's Wait, just not. Talking
2: about? No, he's from Mexico.
1: Antonio Banderas? I'm pretty sure. No, he's from Madrid. He's from fucking Spain. Hold on. Antonio Banderas is not Mexican.
2: Oh, you're right. Okay, Malaga, Spain. Yeah, he's a Spanish I don't know fuck. where I thought that he was Spanish, or from Mexico.
1: No. The, from look, Mexico. here's the thing. The original El Mariachi movie yeah. that turns into the um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, the original actor, who was actually the director of those films, of the original film, before it was uh, given over to Robert Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, no, I think Robert Rodriguez... Uh, No, Robert Rodriguez
2: made Mariachi, and then it became Desperado, and then it became Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah,
1: yeah, but the series has always been the Once Upon a Time in Mexico series, right? But what I'm saying is the original actor in the first movie, Mm -hmm. I think he co-wrote it with Robert Rodriguez. Robert Mm -hmm. Rodriguez directed all the movies. He was Mexican. Yeah. And he was a dark-skinned character, which was, you know, very unseen at the time. But, I mean, it took place in Mexico, and it made sense. Mm -hmm. And then he was replaced by Antonio Banderas, this light-skinned fucking Spaniard who is not Mexican, doesn't even have a Mexican accent. He had a tan.
2: (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) I enjoy that movie. I mean, cool, yeah, he was Spaniard. He should have been a Mexican, but I thought it was good. They didn't need to do Once Upon a Time in Mexico. It was all right. It's it's just my gripe of, like, it's always been my gripe
1: to, like, Having non-authentic Mexican people play Mexican roles. Man. Like I understand that sometimes the best you can do is at least get a Latino, you know, to do it. But like, like
2: Charlie Theron on Zora. <laughs> <sighs> and uh what's his fucking name? Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> 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 Just dark, darken those motherfuckers up. And yeah, we got some Mexicans here. Uh,
1: no, but like, I remember my mom. Uh, I don't know if you do this, but my mom um, told me a long time ago that how much she hated that Jennifer Lopez played Selena. Really? Yeah, because she's like, she's Puerto Rican. She's not Mexican. Yeah.
2: But like, she was the actor at the time. I know. That's the thing. And it's I like, get, it's not because, like, it's. It's you know it's Hollywood racism and it's like well we have these people of color that can play all these colors. Yeah.
1: I got mad recently because of that new uh, Brad Pitt movie, The Train Movie. They got Bad Bunny to play a Mexican character. What? Yeah, he plays a Mexican like 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 assassin because the whole movie is about assassins running into each other on a bullet yeah, train, yeah. right? And they're all fucking fighting each other. I heard the movie's great, but they got. They got bad but I have nothing against Bad Bunny. I actually I, don't like him. I actually a appre- Did you see the recent shit that he fucking pulled? No. So he recently released a music video and it starts off like a normal music video and then it turns it into a whole documentary about Puerto Rico and how it's been fucked over for years by the US. Yeah, right,
2: well, yeah, do something good with your money, dude. Yeah, cool. and like like I like I, I think your I think your music's trash.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're entitled to your opinion, but I mean, yeah. music's music. I mean, if you I, think I, it's good, you're wrong. The thing is, I try, <laughs> I try not to criticize music unless I know for a fact that the artist is being exploitative. You know, because um, the thing is, I always try to separate the art from the artist, mm-hmm. and I also try to separate like, um, like my personal biases from music, because music is a artistic expression. Because the yeah. thing is, a lot of people like music that. I don't like, but I understand why they like it. You know, mm-hmm. like I have tried on multiple times to listen to um, uh, Death Grips, and it just does not get me. But people love that fucking group, and oh, it, it, it just doesn't. It just doesn't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. It, um, and I, uh, I've gotten really into Spanish music lately, and I've been, but I've been listening to more to what I'm like. In, like, what I've listened, I've been listening a lot more to salsa for some reason. I really like salsa. I I don't know why. It's just like, I guess the beat is really captivating. Um, Kumbia Kings, uh, no, No, not that. (laughs) I stopped listening to Kumbia Kings for a lot of reasons, mainly because fucking AB has been exploiting the death of his sister for so fucking long. Did you Mm. see the recent shit that he did? No, so they apparently planned this, but they dug up a bunch of tracks that Selena oh, yeah, had recorded yeah, yeah. when she was a little girl. And they did some kind of fucking like computer magic to make it sound like what she would have sound like when she was alive. And they mm-hmm. released it as a full length album. And people are like, you just won't let this girl just be dead. You're still trying to leak. And I've always heard stories about her father being like an exploitive asshole. Yeah. They try to control her life. And it, it, it's just I, I don't know. There's a lot to grab. There's a whole Selena podcast about mm-hmm. like the crazy shit that she had to like go through. I mean, I heard
2: the they released one song before they released the album. Um I liked it. It was a nice song.
1: I know. But again, it's one of those things where like, you know, I, I remember I try not to get into musical arguments about stuff because the thing is, Mm -hmm. again, like it's all about based on opinion. And I want to talk more full length about this in a future episode about Mm -hmm. like just music taste in general, right? Because for me, I've had to learn like throughout the years that some things are just not like people's things, you know? Mm -hmm. Some people love certain artists that I'm never going to fucking love. And there's some people, and I love some artists that people like, you know, like, For you and me, it's easy to say that, like, oh, yeah, fucking system, but down one of the best bands mm-hmm. of all time. But some people will listen to it and be like, I don't understand this, I don't like it. Like, get like, out, <laughs> <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> but it's the same way how, like, how some people will actively say, Oh, well, Kanye hasn't released a good album in years no, since he, graduation. No, you're wrong. No, he has a lot of good albums. Mm. Mm. 808 and Heartbreaks Yeezus Mm. The Life of Pablo All of them had great fucking songs on them Mm. But they're not all attuned to people's taste But not Chick-fil-A
2: Huh? Chick-fil-A I love that fucking song It's so (laughs) fucking stupid The whole The whole fucking Did you watch the video for it? Huh? The vi- the music video for that song?
1: Yeah, it's fucking genius.
2: No, it's not. It's just him and Kim Kardashian with their kids standing precariously on the side of a fucking cliff. Like, are you gonna murder your children? Like, is this what this is? The thing kill Kim. The thing is,
1: you can't not say that he isn't one of the best music producers. And the thing is. You can actively hate the man for what he's done, and you can obviously. The thing is, like I try not to let nostalgia get in the way of appreciating music, mm-hmm. and because the thing is, there's a lot of bands that I like. Like I, 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 like you know that I love Lamb of God. Yeah, me too. But it's really hard for me to agree with that. There's still, um. That their newer material is still like good. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, it's not. They haven't had good music in a while. Because the thing is, sometimes bands just don't know how to fall out of a certain style of songwriting. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can still enjoy their music if they're still the same. But to me, I feel like if you're not growing in your musical style or providing something new, you're just kind of copying and pasting what's always worked. That's always been my argument why I hate fucking Kiss. Some people love Kiss. But if you listen to Kiss's song structures and lyrics, it's all cookie-cutter bullshit. Yeah. The only reason they blew up is because they were masters of marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh and for me personally, like again, your music taste is all subjective. Yeah. You know? But I I I try really, really hard not to judge people's I'm pretty sure you like like certain groups that I would probably be like, nah,
2: not for me, you know? I'm trying to think of bands. Well, I listen to a lot of more indie stuff now too. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I mean, I like a lot of indie bands, but I there's some Indian, uh, Indian, there's Indian.
2: some. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> all day long, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in my <laughs> I fucking love that song, the two neck, two neck tune. No,
1: no, there's some groups that I have, um, like one of my one of my um, new all time favorites is Jameriquai. Jameriquai is the shit. I've never heard of him. Never heard of him? Mm-hmm. Um, he's fucking great. Um, the thing is, most people think they've never heard of Jamiroquai, but the truth is, no, you've listened. You've heard Jamiroquai. Mm. You just don't know it. Because he's one of those um, artists that's been around
2: for so fucking long that his music has been in everything. That, I like that one uh, guy. I sent you a TikTok of him a couple days ago. The... Uh, uh Nagingway, whatever his name is uh but he's uh he's a rapper god what's his name i'll, I'll say his name that way he can you know mad fucking props yo this is Jamari all right
1: <laughs>
2: so Napoleon dynamite is
1: like dance dance yeah but the thing is again like music is subjective to the people like i it's just i try really hard not to be the people i used to fucking hate in high school and let me tell you the kind of people I, i i hung out with high school so you know metal was always a big fucking thing Uh, In high school for me because I was in a metal band I hung up with a lot of people to listen to metal and you know some people agreed on certain metal bands that they enjoyed them and some people would be like no that band is trash this and that you know and I used to always hate. Being told that one of my favorite bands is trash. Like, to me, it's devastating. Because I'm like, how could you not like them? But, you know, people are entitled to their opinions. Yeah. But the thing that used to really, really get on my nerves is when people would give me shit for liking a band that's outside of their genre pool. Which made me think of, like, why are you not open to newer interpretations of something different? Specifically, I remember one time, uh, one of my friends... Actively hated the fact that I enjoyed reggae music. What? Who yeah. doesn't like reggae music? Well, apparently he didn't. Yeah. And um I happened to play a reggae song. I don't know if it was a Bob Marley song or it was just on reggae radio mm-hmm. or whatever, but he actively was just like, Well, you listen to that trash. I'm just like, dude, there's like this music is good. It's yeah. it's 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 soulful, it's full of heart, and it's full of like passion. And I feel like people aren't willing to give music a chance cuz they were just told that this music is trash. Yeah. I feel like people shit on Kanye a lot because Kanye is just a wild character and he's it- always done some crazy shit. But the thing is like you're telling me you actively haven't listened to one of his songs and been like, "Oh, there's some parts in here that I do enjoy and there's some parts I don't." Cuz I always try to take every song with like a grain of like of like, I try to find things in a song that I enjoy. There's only been a few songs ever from a particular artists where I was like, I didn't like any of this from beginning to end.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, for me, like, I, I've tried listening to Kanye, but it's just like, I don't know. I just cannot get behind his stuff anymore. It's just, it just does not appeal to me. Mm. but yeah the other artist i found recently is uh uh he's like starting up he's been around for a bit i guess but um he's starting to get big now because of tiktok tiktok's Mm. bringing a lot of people out which is great um his name is toby new or something like that Uh, Mm. i can't pronounce his last name uh but he raps out of like houston or uh elite texas elite is that the one that you sent me yeah 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 that guy's really cool yeah have you listened to some of his other stuff uh, no, no, i I have
1: run into his mm-hmm. music before, and um he is a very interesting character.
2: yeah, I like his his lyrics are good. Listen to yeah. his lyrics. they're pretty solid. Um, well, that's
1: another thing that I think that's another thing that I wanted to bring up uh, on the whole subject of music is like I also think that, like, music is also subjective to what you like in a song Mm -hmm. because sometimes you can listen to a song that is lyrically brilliant Mm -hmm. but it might not have a beat that you care for i know uh one thing that i've learned to um get used to because for the longest time people have always talked about if you want to be if you want to like listen to like a lyrical genius in rap you listen to MF doom. Mm -hmm. He's untouchable. Yep. And you do, when you listen to his wordplay, you're like, this shit is wild. Mm -hmm. Like the double entendres, the, like the, the way he loops around rhymes, the Mm -hmm. way how things are so like cohesive together in rhyme scheme. But the thing is his whole persona is like, I'm the villain of rap. Mm -hmm. And so I'm actively going to make this song sound like something a villain would make. So sometimes the, the, the background, um, uh, uh, the background beat is going to be conflicting with the actual lyrics yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot of people don't like that because they're like it's not easy to the ears but the thing is you have he, to hone in on the lyrics. Yeah he does a lot of offbeat shit that yeah. sounds really fucking cool. Yeah and then then you have other artists that are just unhinged but they're fucking amazing at mm-hmm. it. A good example was like anytime you listen to an outcast song <laughs> the beats are solid Yeah, but Andre 3000 has this ability to be
2: off but also on beat at the same time we watched that one vox thing about it it's a it's a it's a certain way to uh rap it's called i forget what but you it's like you start a word that you're gonna finish on the next beat but it's like in between the beats Yeah, So it sounds off, but it's perfectly on me.
1: Crossing the line. Yeah. You're crossing the bar line. Mm Because I remember um, the one who made that famous was Rakim. Mm -hmm. Rakim even made a rhyme about how he would sometimes do that. Mm -hmm. And the one who was notorious for doing it was the notorious Mm B.I.G. He always carried, he always crossed that line. Mm -hmm. But he was so fucking smooth with his wordplay that no one ever caught, con- like no one ever like like was like, oh, this is off. And it's like, no, it's not off. No, it technically is, but it isn't. Yeah, because he's so fucking good with his rhyme schemes, and like, again, this is definitely something I want to cover in a future episode. I could go on and on about this, mm-hmm. and obviously, I don't just want to be here defending <laughs> Kanye all night. But, but to me, I feel like I feel like as long as an artist is true to what they want to be, um. I feel like people should at least try to approach it with an open mind. Mm. Cause I just I just don't want to be the old head in the room that's just like, <laughs> my generation was the best. When yeah. are they gonna bring back the black parade? Like shut up. Like,
2: like Yeah, like um like one band I really got into, I like um it's a new uh it's an indie guy. It's him and his sister. They started a band during uh COVID. Uh it's called uh they're called Dury. Um it's like very indie low like oh yes yes pop yeah. punk yeah dude uh,
1: they're there i i have never related so much to a song uh, as soon as i heard to i heard uh, big boy yeah i fucking love that song <laughs> i listened to it and i was just like yep that's my life yep. that's my life right there um <laughs> and then of course their uh uh their main song um is just really fucking catchy yeah.
2: the other song that's a that it's one of my favorite songs from them uh it's uh the losers club Mm-hmm. yeah that's one of my favorite songs
1: i've listened them. to most of their um their singles because mm-hmm. um which i thought is weird that they don't have a full lp they, they're all just they singles. have enough for a
2: fucking lp yeah
1: they they do but i they're think they're touring yeah what yeah. what i'm thinking is more than likely they don't have a full lp because they're probably not signed to a label which is a common thing now Yeah, a lot of a lot of new artists are like oh you don't need a fucking record label yeah. to go on tour i mean Really, the one who really started that shit was Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. because he was releasing all his music for uh for free on, on SoundCloud. Nice. And then when he blew up, he literally turned down deal upon deal because he knew as soon as you sign that contract, they're gonna fucking bleed you. Yeah. They're gonna bleed you for money. And which a lot of people, you know, they think that they can't make it without it mm-hmm. without it. But the thing is like, no, as long as you're good with like how you do like I know that like in music, we went through that weird era of like mumble rappers and they got criticized like really heavily. A few of them released some pretty good songs, um, at least ones that I thought were good, you know. Panda, huh? No. I got bras in Atlanta. no, 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 no it's designer. Actually, designer is actually a really good producer, mm-hmm. he produces a lot of music as, as, um, as well as a few other of those mumble rappers that just kind of disappeared. A lot of them disappeared because they went straight to the producing because mm-hmm. they just don't have the voice for it. Uh, but, you know, but there's a lot of artists that immediately I was like this isn't going to last. Yeah, you it's know, all the
2: fucking coding they're drinking. Yeah.
1: yeah. But some of them are actually very good cohesive lyricists when you get past their mumbly form of
2: like speaking. Yeah. To it, me it's like to me sometimes it's just the names and all like the stupid shit that they start doing. Mm-hmm. Like what's with all the sound effects? Skirt, skirt. Like, oh, what? Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. little pump. Shit. Yeah, or uh, fucking little Zanny is another guy. Like you're calling yourself a drug. Like dude, your name's fucking stupid. I you're feel bad. I feel so bad for little Zan because the thing was, I was hoping
1: that he was able to like be successful because it's it's he, he's Hispanic. He's Mexican. And I was like, oh, we don't see a lot of like mainstream Hispanic rappers out there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was hoping that maybe he could have announced a talent after he got famous off that one track. Because that track that he dropped, the one that made him blow up, I Mm -hmm. listened to it and I was like, this is okay. It's Mm -hmm. not the best song in the world. Like... Like it's definitely like a song that you can listen to like once and be like, it's okay, you know? Like if your friend told you like, hey, I wrote a rap song, you listen to it, you'd be like, Okay, that's not bad. I mean it's cohesive as a song. But then he dropped his first album and it was such a bad fucking album. It was so goddamn garbage.
2: And then he just fell off, and then he yeah. basically just became, like, an internet meme. And I like the video of uh, Snoop Dogg talking to the other all the other rappers, and he's, like, making fun of mumble rapping. He's like, it's, just, it's all the same fucking cadence. And he's yeah. just like, the fuck, there's no talent in this.
1: <laughs> the, 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 the triplet style mm-hmm. of, like, a thing. Which, actually, I didn't know that um, that style has always been a thing. It yeah. just wasn't, like used as heavy it, the the main the main people who blew it up I want to say a lot of people give it credit to Future but I really think it was Migos cuz when Migos came about they were basically doing that style in all their songs because their trap beats like were very cohesive with that style mm-hmm. and of course um uh Migos got really popular because they were just dropping like these bangers that were party bangers you know they're they're not supposed to be like deep like like logical songs There's are supposed to be songs you listen to at the club and to have fun with which i mean you know you listen to bad and bougie and you're just like yeah this is a fucking song that plays at a nightclub yeah. you know
2: <laughs> i love watching um uh, there's like tiktok clips of people like them at concerts and stuff and they're throwing, doing all these big concerts nothing but white kids like <laughs> college age white kids and they're all like you know bobbing and shit like they're like yeah this song's fucking deep yeah Yeah, it's like no. I love that. (laughs) I love
1: that video where there's a concert where um, Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick Lamar. He's great. Yeah, he uh, he was performing live and he invited a fan on stage to sing with him. And it was this um, it was this white girl and she said the N word, uh, Jesus, in one of his songs, right? But he was like, he took away the mic and he's like, okay, we're gonna start this over and we're not gonna do that, okay. Can you do that? Can you like when we get to that point, can you just not say the word and then go from there? Mm-hmm. And then she, and then she was like, But it's in the song. And then the whole crowd started booing her and he she was like he was basically like, I'm really sorry, but I'm gonna have to let you go. <laughs> and and like obviously you could tell that Kendrick was like, I probably shouldn't have put this poor
2: white girl up here. Yeah. <laughs> like, but um But I mean, you a, it's not his fault. He shouldn't feel bad. Common sense on her. Don't fucking say it. You're white. Yeah, that's just true. because it's in a song.
1: I try to be careful about um, saying it because I'm actively. I don't give a shit. I will. I'll be. I'll be honest. Yes, I've said it. Yeah. Because I mean, I grew up around people saying it, mm-hmm. and most of the people I grew up with are brown. You know, and I get it. It's technically not our word to use, and we shouldn't use it. And I try really careful not to use it. Mm-hmm. But I've actively have. You know, I've had slips and I've apologized to anybody nearby who is like, you know, uh, who obviously is black. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, offend you or anything. And I'll, most of the time, they're just like, whatever about it. Mm-hmm. But some, I've had guys actively be like. Oh no, you're fine, man. You're Mexican. As long as you're not white, you're you're good. I'm like, yeah, but I still want to like be respectful. Yeah. You know? And he's like, man, fuck that. You're good. And then he's like, like, did you grow up in the hood? I'm like, yeah, kind of. And he's like, then you're good. Like that's all that matters. <laughs> it's like, but what if I was white and grew up from the hood? And it's like, oh, I would've beaten your ass then. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> I know, but it's still one of those things like, yes, I need to clean up my language and not say shit like that. Uh it's it's one of those things where like it's also one of those things of like you start to notice like, oh yeah, I am a bit of a gutter mouth. I should probably clean it up because one day I'm gonna say fuck in front of a child and I'm gonna I'm gonna be, have to answer for my for my misdeeds.
2: Nah. Kids hear worse shit. Yeah. They're on the here. internet, they hear worse shit, they probably see worse shit. Yeah. Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I know. But yeah. We are very this off episode topic. has been Halloween.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm probably just gonna name it something else. I'm just gonna name it like Halloween and stuff.
2: Or just be like, this was supposed to be a Halloween funk. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Off yeah. topic. Okay. Well, how about how about to end this episode because we're already pretty deep into this yeah, episode. We yeah we we've been rambling for a minute. <laughs> this is what happens when we come in here on a non-researched like mm. episode. Is uh, we just fucking ramble. But apparently, people enjoy listening to it. And yeah. From what I've noticed, our—I mean—we've been being um, consistent. Although I have noticed that. Um, How's episode three doing? Huh, it's still down there. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, our previous—the one I've told you before—our childhood funk episode keeps getting plays. We just got another foreign listener. Who from Sweden? Sweden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: yeah. Actually what? it might have been one of my friends.
1: You have a friend in Sweden?
2: No, but he lived in Sweden.
1: Oh. Yeah. Maybe it's PewDiePie. No, it's not PewDiePie. Bro fist. <laughs> <laughs> PewDiePie.
2: <laughs> I'm obnoxious.
1: I'm secretly a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
2: the whole thing. Just in uh, case poor forgot.
1: F- poor fucking dude. He, he uh, he's just trying to make a joke and everyone's just like, see, Nazi. I'm like, oh my God.
2: <laughs> Don't make the fucking joke.
1: <laughs> I know. I know.
2: Yeah. Well, this has been a fun episode.
1: Yeah, it's been a fun. Yeah. I guess um, to end this episode, do you have like any last, like, since we were supposed to be on the subject of Halloween, like a Halloween story perhaps that you um, and I have?
2: People should start putting more weed in uh, candy. (laughs) Yo, you know what? You know what's something that's
1: really always been on my mind about Halloween? Mm -hmm. How actively it was a fucking thing about when we were kids to be like our parents being having to
2: check the candy. They just wanted all the good shit. Pretty much. Yeah. They were picking, I saw my dad. He was picking on all the Hershey's and everything. I was like, (laughs) you motherfucker. Because my dad, he has the biggest sweet tooth for Hershey's Kisses. Really? Yeah. That's why he has diabetes. (laughs) 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 He'll buy a bag and he does, um, like, if you don't do it, do it. Freeze your Hershey's Kisses. Kisses. (laughs) Hershey's (laughs) Kisses. Freeze them. Put them in the freezer, leave them in there for a day, and then pull one out every now and then. It melts slower in your mouth so you get to enjoy it more.
1: The only thing that it's ever worth freezing to me as far as any delectable treat is a Gansito. Oh, yes. frozen gun you Dude.
2: Can't have those too much anymore. Yeah. I have crippling diabetes. <laughs> it's not crippling. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs>
1: How has that been going? Have you been dieting? Um, or so, yeah, Working out?
2: Dieting. I need to start working out. I'll probably just go to the gym tomorrow and this weekend because uh, my wife will be on a business trip. I have nothing else to do. Okay. Because my wife is my whole life and I have no friends. <laughs>
1: To really nah. get out more. Hang out with some
2: buddies. Nah, fuck
1: that. You not have any like friends that live nearby that uh, you hang out with? Not
2: anymore. All my friends live out of state now. Damn. Yeah. I have a few here, but I mean everyone's busy. We're all adults. We're all busy. We do shit. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're married.
1: That is true. Yeah. It's funny, the one the 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 friends who I usually meet up with if I go to like the card shop to play games, only one of them is married and the other two are like mm-hmm. one's dating, the other one's single, whatever.
2: They're dating each other.
1: Huh? No. <laughs> what? That wouldn't make sense if one is single and the other one's Okay, whatever uh, <laughs> but yeah. He's like, we're serious, the other one's like, we're not that serious <laughs> It's
2: just a face Yeah. He thinks I'm gay, I'm totally playing him <laughs> No, no, I get you
1: I mean, I, uh, I actively Tried to keep up with friends um, From time to time but the thing is, I'm always down to hang out. But at the same time, I'm also very introverted and enjoy my own space. Mm-hmm. And I like spending time with my wife. And but sometimes I do also want to spend time with my bros. And yeah. you know, it really depends. It also sucks sometimes where like I don't have the wild streak I used to, and I still have friends who do. So sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be like, "Dude, come over, let's fucking smoke some weed." And I'm just like, I. Have indigestion. <laughs> like,
2: I have IBS.
1: <laughs> I do. <Yeah.
2: laughs> I actually do. So, um, it doesn't really help. Uh, you know what sucked today? Uh, it was on the table. <gasps> um, someone brought in homemade uh, macadamia nut cookies. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't eat them.
1: Oh, that reminds <laughs> me. I have a plate of fudge brownies back at the house. I'm about oh, to go murder. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not diabetic yet, so. Yet. <laughs> yet. I mean, I'm in relatively... Decent health. I've been losing weight because of my uh, fasting. Mm -hmm. Although I have been cheating lately. I did eat a little bit early today because, you know, most places stop serving breakfast after 11. Mm -hmm. So I got to go get breakfast before 11. And then I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to start early today. And Mm -hmm. then I'll try to not eat too late, even though I'm probably going to eat those brownies when I get home. Jesus. I know, I know. But I mean, I'm still. For the most part most days waiting at least until noon one or two o'clock depending yeah. some days i'll wait longer because i'm just taking my time i try to wait until i know i need to eat because okay. there's a level of like there's a point in time where when you're fasting whether you're hungry but you can manage and there's another uh there's another point where you're hungry but if you don't eat soon, you're going to feel like you're going to pass out kind yeah. of thing. And it's um, it's usually depending on how much you eat in the day before. There's one day I went into work where I had to break my fast mm-hmm. because all I had that day was like two bowls of like chicken, like homemade chicken soup. And that's probably like not even any more than 500 calories. Mm-hmm. So trying to run 16 hours uh, working night shift with only five hundred calories like in your system, but that was something that you ate like four hours before you went into work. Just start doing math. Huh? No, <laughs> no, not again. Like, <laughs>
2: but yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, so much for fucking Halloween stories. But whatever, <laughs> it's in there. Uh, I'm just gonna name this fucking episode Lucy Goosey Funk, <laughs> and just na- and just fucking put it out as a like fucking attempted to try to talk about halloween or maybe, or and maybe then we we'll, ended up on music and kung fu or maybe we'll, we'll we'll just record another episode with halloween stuff well after we're done <laughs> recording we we're going to discuss what's going to be after this so hopefully uh i think we're delving into cryptids yeah yep yeah okay so yeah we'll definitely end up doing that so the episode after this one would be a lot more <laughs> researched and well thought out and yes. not just a random bullshit. But I feel like people enjoy these episodes, too. Yeah. it You know, just to hear us, like, you know, crack some jokes and have some fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole point of it is to have fun anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way. Plus, I'm working on some future video episodes. So we might be on YouTube <gasps> soon and probably on TikTok. you going to see this pussy. <laughs> yeah i just have to i just have to find a a camera with a wide enough view for joe to fit in uh-huh i'm actually losing
2: weight you fat fuck you still look big to me uh just wait break break out the scale next year uh hot summer body i'm not hot, the one with hot the girl summer body. i'm not the one with the beaties <laughs> with the beaties, <laughs> <With the> beaties. <laughs> you just you're just jealous i'm a baddie uh baddie yeah make that ass clap listen yeah.
1: I feel like the, I feel, I think I know how we can get you into shape. Hmm. We got to turn it into a competition. Let's see who can get the most yoked by next year. Yeah. I'll
2: win. Huh? I'll win. You sure? Yeah. My schedule's better for it. Really? Cause I have three, three days off. But you're tired. Huh? And then you go play commander.
1: Not all, every week. Some weeks I skip. Oh, okay. And mainly because I'm just like, why would I go play magic when I can stay home and watch television? <laughs>
2: Masturbate. <laughs> yeah, that has become a problem <laughs> If you sit on your hand, it's like someone else's do
1: That's the only thing that sucks about whenever I start working out and dieting Is my testosterone kicks up a different notch And I become a different type of savage I mean Is it bad yeah, to Is it? Well, I mean, is it bad to get laid and masturbate in the same day? <laughs> what? It. Yeah, it gets that bad My my output becomes doubled. <laughs> Cut back I, the zinc. I got it. I don't know even know what I'm eating that has zinc, but I'm just saying I gotta pee milked like a cow now. <laughs> it's like the family guy thinks, like, oh yeah. Like
2: puts <laughs> oh! on the ball gag.
1: I mean, I'm not that old. I mean I'm only like in my thirties, so I'm still in my prime like sexual health. I mean, but- we're
2: good to go until we're like eighty. Yeah, that yeah.
1: Spanish blood will keep you going,
2: mm-hmm. or is it Indigenous blood? Probably both. We're we're very, we're we're just young, dumb, and full of come.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Well, not
2: young anymore.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I try to tone it down. <laughs> I don't, I don't try not to be too much of a wild child, but you know, yeah. sometimes you can't help it. But whatever. Yeah. All right. Thanks again for listening to another episode (laughs) of the Night Funk. Catch us on all the socials that I'm too lazy to explain. You can Uh, find them.
2: Also in the Wood, Handful of Pedro, and the Knife
1: Podcast. Yeah, the Knife Fun Podcast on Instagram, and also we're on all the streaming platforms that people Mm -hmm. care about, mostly Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you don't follow us, um go ahead and do that also leave a review i didn't know you could review um podcasts but yeah, yeah you can leave like a review so you know give us a review be honest i don't give give, give us a one star if you yeah. want to i don't give a shit no don't give us a one star. okay give us a five star yeah. minimum four star if it's okay
2: also we know we rant so
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i feel us. like most people would have figured that out by now <laughs> i mean god damn it we're almost like two and
2: a half hours i mean we're still ranting right now yeah but. that is true anyways well thank
1: you for listening and also um have a happy October and Halloween, you, yeah. Um, ne- like I said, next episode will in actual be a legitimate spooky episode. Yeah, I'm starting to think that we're just gonna have the research episodes from now on because <laughs> this shit is too. I need bullet points. Where's my notebook? Oh, we'll fuck. just
2: have to pick a better subject. <laughs> yeah, definitely,
1: <laughs> definitely. All right. Anyways, All right. y'all See, take yeah. it easy, y'all enjoy your bullshit (laughs) Uh, i'm still i can't stop talking it's it's a problem